going on, everyone? And in true big cast fashion, my camera yes. decides to go out right as we do the intro. So we are on a, off to a great start already. Uh, super, super excited about today's show. Seriously, this is going to be a fun one. Uh, we've got two new guests who uh, I've talked to for a long time, but never had the pleasure of having on the show. Our Bug Snacks number one, Stan, is in the house. So number one, Stan, how you doing, man? I like the Ellie shirt for today. Good call. Yeah, I, yeah, I figured, you know, PlayStation, might as well go for it. I'm super excited about the game. We'll see when it, uh, what happens next week. I won't be talking. We might have to skip the show. <laughs> you know, a lot of I'm on vacation, man. I took full vacation for uh, for it. Oh, yeah. there's going to be so much conversation around that, man. No, oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why I want to make sure I'm just playing it and kind of away from the world for a bit. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, meanwhile, I'll try and get my camera going here. But our guests today, both first-time guests. So, Eric, going to start with you, man. So, we've got uh, E. Jackson in the house, uh, a co-host. Well, I don't know if co-host, but that's what we're going to call you today. Um, Brap, Fair enough. Yep. Uh, who uh, I had Enrique on actually uh, two weeks ago, which I'm was sorry. the last. I'm sorry about that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I told him uh, I told him we don't have any PC Kool-Aid over here, so he's going to have to calm down with that. <laughs> right, right. Um, but uh, no, absolute pleasure to have you, man. Really uh, happy you can join us today, and looking forward to uh, you know to going through all this stuff, especially on the PS5. Oh, happy to be here, man. Thanks for the invite. Definitely, definite honor. Appreciate it. And Chris, known as Fastback to everyone in the house, uh, one of the co-hosts of NLG, who just had their 200th episode couple days ago so congrats on that and welcome Thank to the you. big cast for the first time man yeah uh been a long time fan of season gaming love your your site your articles uh uh love now that you guys are doing live uh, cast now so yeah it's fun yeah so it's fun yeah uh, i wish we would have done it sooner honestly dan now looking back because uh i am uh i am really enjoying the, the show dan oh, looks yeah. rather complacent though i don't know i'm always complacent <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just me man i'm always like right here that's true until we talk about bug snacks then it's going to be <laughs> then yeah then everybody needs to shut up for a minute because you got a lot to talk about that's actually going to be our premier features bug snacks yeah there you yeah. Go. um anyway so let's uh you know we've obviously going to be jumping into everything to do with the playstation 5 and that's going to be the majority of what we talk about today the games um i went through the detail on every single video and basically kind of checked out there were a lot of things that Sony showed that really didn't detail whether it's going to be PS4 and PS5, if it's a timed exclusive, when it's releasing, all these details. So I pulled as much as I could. We'll get into all that. We'll obviously get into the console itself and the uh, the two SKUs, which from what I heard on the Xbox side is going to completely ruin their launch and they won't sell anything. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll get into that. Uh, <clears throat> let's Before we do that, though, um, I don't want to skip over the fact that we've got two new guests uh, or first time guests, excuse me. And uh, just real briefly wanted to talk through some of your guys' gaming history because pretty much every guest we have on this show uh, fits the season gaming mold. We're all all console and platform gamers. We love everything about it. Been doing it a long time. We don't deal in any of the nonsense, as you guys well know. So let's start there. Eric, uh, why don't you talk us through when you first got into gaming, what got you into gaming, and uh, kind of that journey to where we are today? Oh, absolutely. Um, well, I'm definitely old enough to have had uh, wood paneling. On my first console, started with the 2600, uh, got that for Christmas um, from my mother. And that's kind of what kicked it off. I just remember spending like all day, like Christmas day and playing Donkey Kong and Pac-Man and 
and Pitfall was actually my favorite game. Yeah, classic. We we actually talked about that a couple weeks ago. Pitfall. Yeah, that damn scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> Things deadly, man. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that was like the jumping off point, and then um, okay. from there I got the NES with uh, Gyromite and Rob the Robot. Rob, Rob the Robot. Those are worth money nowadays, man. I, I wish I still it. had it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my mom actually donated it. Oh God, I hate those stories, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like, God. And it, was, it was full and complete. I had it in the box. I went in to the shed to look for it one day, and she's like, "It was gone." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, we didn't need that. That's just some old junk. You don't play yeah, with that anymore." I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was a little thing. Like I saw it one day. I was like, "Oh, that's right. I do have my Rob. I need to get that out. I'm gonna bring it to um, my office." And this is when I was working in design still. I was gonna put it on the desk. Oh, that would be cool. And he's somebody else's property now. I'm sure somebody was very happy <laughs> when they walked into the Goodwill. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's on eBay as we speak for 500 bucks. Yeah, man. Seriously. <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah, and then from there, I pretty much have always been multi-console. And, you know, whenever I'm asked this question, I always shout out my mom, you know, single mother. But okay. always found a way to provide and get these consoles uh, for me. So I had the NES, and then from there I had the uh, – the Genesis. The only one I never had was the Master System or and the Turbo Graphics, and never had I'm the sorry, uh, man. never had the Neo Geo. But I, don't, I didn't know too many people that had the Neo Geo at that time. So not when it was new. Yeah. I was a Neo Geo collector uh, back in the day. I was part of a whole group, but that was well after it released, you know, and all mm-hmm. that. When when that system was new, I didn't know any kids that had one. Too expensive. No, we always knew somebody who said they knew somebody that had one. <laughs> right. so was it was like, that girlfriend in Canada type oh, situation. Yeah. yeah, my cousin had one. My cousins, I'm like, okay. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so I had pretty much all those, like the NES, the Genesis, um, okay. and Super Nintendo, and all that, all those different yeah. things. But I'll go back to the NES for a minute. What kind of devastated me, and I, I was kind of out of gaming for a little bit, is um, uh, being in, like I said, single mom. I had the NES. I had a probably like 35, 40 games for the wow. NES, which is a pretty impressive collection yeah, for, you know, for a kid. And then we had a break-in and someone stole all of it. Uh, oh, and yeah, and I was like, there's at that point, it was just like, you can't replace that. There's nothing you can mm-hmm. do with that. So, um, so yeah, like I said, you know, I had, you know, NES and Genesis and all those things, but I kind of stopped playing for a while because I got more into, you know, I was doing sports and sure chasing girls and all that fun stuff. <laughs> Priorities change. Yeah, but uh, when I really got back heavy was the uh, PS1. Okay. That, you know, I really kind of dove back in and became really hardcore again. And, and that from there, it's just been a wrap, like immersed deep back into it. The, and the game that brought me back in was Tomb Raider. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw that. I was like, whoa, you know. <laughs> so it was, yeah, uh, it was almost revolutionary when it first came out. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's... there's there's a certain games that you just remember playing that just, you know, will always be, it's like when you hear a song, it takes you to mm-hmm. a certain point in your life. Sure. So I look at like Ocarina of Time, uh, Tomb Raider, like um, on PlayStation, Ninja Gaiden. These are all those pivotal games where you're just like, wow, yeah. this is, we've like arrived from when we were kids sitting around the NES and saying, can you imagine, can it get any better than this? What's it gonna be? <laughs> like, wow, yeah. you know, cause I always say if I can go back and show my 12 year old self like what we have now, I just wouldn't believe it. So, uh, so yeah, so that's pretty much like the gaming history. You know, that's awesome, man. In a, in a quick nutshell. Yeah, that's awesome. Very similar um, to me as well. I started with Atari Twenty Six Hundred. My mom for for the 
most part was single mother and managed to get me uh, video games. I had Genesis. I started with the Master System, mm. then had Genesis, Super Nintendo, really got back into a PS1. So very similar, very similar. Mm, okay. Shout out the chat real quick. What's up, guys? Good to see everyone. Uh, we've got some comments. Diego saying I look like Tom Hanks at the beginning of Castaway. Now I look like I've been on the island for three years. Damn, man. Cold the beer's just a little longer. It's not that crazy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, someone said all they can see from you, Chris, is your beard. That's what I said earlier. <laughs> Diego, I'm on camera just for him. That you That's know. right. That's right. We got Eric on camera, man. Now, we're, That's rare. now we know what's going on. Go Forcey Finest. What's up, HRH? Good to see you guys, man. Thanks for joining us. And yeah, Persian Knight, the, uh, the Neo Geo, what made it so expensive was it was basically a high-end 16-bit arcade board, the system. And then, yeah, the cartridges were um, up to 256 and 512 megabits, which at the time was ridiculous because Genesis and Super Nintendo carts were like four or eight megabit, you know. So they were just a much higher fidelity uh, console and games than you could get on uh, Genesis Super Nintendo. But I could talk about Neo Geo forever, so we're hmm. going to get off of that. We're going to move over to Chris, known as Fastback, uh, co-host of NLG Thursday nights, like I said in the intro, just hit their 200th episode. So been a fan of these guys for a long time. We had Mike on a few weeks ago now, I don't know, three, four episodes ago. Yeah. And uh, love what you guys do. Love the show. Love, uh, you know, take perfect definition again of season gaming, right? You guys have been around, all been around a very long time. Play everything. Love everything. Uh -huh. uh, positive conversation, which is what we do here. So if you don't mind, sir, you mind taking us through uh, how you kind of got into it and, uh, you know, what brought you here today? Uh, it's funny. It's a little bit similar to you guys, like Eric was talking about. Um, my mom had single mom, also raising three boys. Oof, um, wow. But we got into so thanks to my grandfather, he gave us the pong. Nice uh, little, you know, with the two controllers and all. Yeah, that yeah, the paddles. Yep. I don't know if it was a ten-inch black, black, you know, black and white ten-inch TV, you know, and that's what we and my brother started on. Uh, I have a brother that's two years younger than me, so he was my, you know, player one, player two, you know, helped each other out. Um, and then uh, not too long after that, again, my grandfather gave us 2600 And, you know, when I think back, I'm like, wait a minute, how come he's buying these stuff for himself and then he gives it to us when he's done with it? <laughs> you know, how come he didn't get it to us for Christmas and so so? <laughs> but now, uh, uh, you know, we enjoyed the 2600 for for a while. We had that for a couple of years, um, you know. Frogger, Pac-Man, Pitfall, yeah. again, that's one mm. of my favorite. And in fact, I think uh, if y'all notice, the Miko system is coming out soon. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, there's supposed to be some work of a refresh uh, Pitfall. Oh, wow. Coming. Wow, really? So, it'll be interesting nice. how they do that. Uh, but, uh, you know, once we got done with the, the Atari 2600, um, like Eric was saying, I, I'm I don't know where my mom pulled the money at because you know we we lived in low-income apartments, yep. and you know just one day, she, uh, I think Christmas or so, here we are. We got an NES, nice. And and you know of course a lot of people the first game you pop in is Mario, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. we had tons of fun with that. Uh, you know, play the heck out of it until you figure out oh wait there's a secret level on top <laughs> where you can skip. Yeah. You know, right. So uh, and then of course after that was the Super NES. Uh, uh, we, my mom didn't really buy us a bunch of games. Uh, we would go and hang, uh, you know, uh, get with friends around the apartments and trade and sure. borrow, yeah. you know, Hey, have you played this and that? Uh, and my brother found a flea market 
uh, not too far away where I guess this could have been the, the start of GameStop because my brother would go there and trade games and bring home some games that we never played. So there was a couple of gems there that, uh, that, um, you know, I never would, we probably never would have bought, you know, without, yeah. you know, some kind of trade, whatever from a flea market. So, um, and of course, you know, in the Super NES, my jam was uh, Super Tech Mobile. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 that was yeah. my, that's my number one, always will be as far as on the Super NES. Okay. Uh, and of course, Bo Jackson. Was, yeah. Yes. That was, that was the man. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Super NES came around, what, early 90s? 92. So I graduated from high school in 93. And like, like Eric, yeah, no, what, 91? So. Yeah. Uh, you know, I graduated in 93, and so yep, same you know, I was involved in sports in high school, and once I graduated, you know, I kind of kind of got away from gaming, uh, you know, chasing the girls, you know, I was in the Air <laughs> Force, you know, going to school, and, okay. you know, just starting, you know, young career, young life, uh, but my brother, when I would come home, he had the Saturn, okay. he had the Genesis, and, you know, I would come home and check that stuff out, sure. play games with him, you know. Uh, I know when I I remember one time coming home and the Saturn had he was playing Sewer Shark and I was like what the hell is this crap <laughs> you know is this what gaming is nowadays you know mm-hmm. uh, and funny uh, Mike showed that on the show the other yeah night. yeah he showed it on that, Thursday you know. I remember uh, yeah. but I didn't play a lot you know around that time and finally when I started getting settled uh, I started getting into uh, I did I did pick up a, a 64 okay uh, yeah. played a couple games on there you know. Uh, uh, yeah, of course, the Zelda, Ocarina, and, and um, uh, I think the Star Wars, uh, Shadow, uh, that one Star Wars game, the Shadow one. Shadow of the uh, Empire? Yeah. Oh, I remember fit. playing that, really loving that. Uh, but then I started getting a little bit of PC gaming, you know, when the internet started going on in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, started playing some strategy games, uh, like Terrarian Sun and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Command and Conquer so, was huge back then too. Yeah, uh, so I did a little bit of that PC, and I started getting interested in PC and like you know what can I do to you know, uh, you know make PC you know a little bit better for gaming. Uh, but then over after a while, it's like yeah, it's a little too much. Uh, so then when I was dating someone, uh, I remember picking up a PS One for okay. her son. Started getting into that and played tons of Gran Turismo on ps1 yeah uh, me too. a little bit of everything else you know whatever came out whatever he wanted to play uh and then of course picked up a ps2 and same thing you know yeah. uh, definitely got into the uh, grand theft autos when oh, they, yeah. that stuff started coming out yeah um grand theft auto then, 3 was a, a game that changed the industry yeah blew my yeah. mind blew my yeah. mind that me game. too yes and i mean like san andreas when that came out you know there's just so much there to do yeah. So I remember playing, you know, and then of course, you know, the PS2s, you had your little slot memory slots. Oh, part. yeah. Uh, so I remember I got, I finally got to the part where you're in Vegas. And so my ex's son decided, hey, I'm going to go play at a friend's house. And he took that memory card <laughs> with him and lost it. Oh, so man. I was like, that's it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to play San Andreas. You know, I'm done for now, <laughs> whatever. So. But then around that time, uh, my buddies were playing. Uh, uh, they had the OG Xbox, and they started playing Halo. Yeah, so yeah. we started doing. We started getting uh, land parties in the garage oh, yeah. and started playing. Sixteen of us. That was That's fun. What it's all about. That yep. was. 
yeah, lots of fun. Um, and so that just, you know, from there on, you know, just I kept I stuck with Xbox, you know, went on the 360 and we kept playing, you know, the Halos, sure. the Call of Duties when those came out. And, and of course, you know, I loved all my other stuff like Code Tours, one of my favorite classic, and, uh, you know, all, Mass Effect, Dragon Age and, you know, all through the, you know, 360. I loved a lot of the gaming on 360. When Bioware was good. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, uh, better days. I did pick up a PS3 later on. I got it for free from my wife's uh, boss because uh, he played the heck out of it. Of course, when I got it, then it, I guess something happened. It, had, it overheated. It had like a yellow light. Okay. So mm. I did one of those things where I, I did it, went on YouTube and see what I could do. And I went in there and <laughs> redid some of the thermal paste. And I thought I fixed it. It lasted for about three months. And then it went out on me. Mm, uh, and I just didn't, I didn't bother getting another one. Um, and, of course, here we are, you know, this gen – yeah, uh, I've enjoyed the Xbox One. I've enjoyed the PlayStation when I had it till my Spider-Man edition got stolen. Oh, I remember you saying uh, that. Oh That's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So That's crazy. And I was playing Spider-Man at that time. So I definitely want to get back and finish that, especially for what we saw at Sony Show. Yeah, which we're yeah we'll get to here shortly. Yep. Yes, but uh, cool. yeah, game has been great, and uh, game is even better now. So. Yeah, it's never been a better time. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's just what it is. Mm-hmm. So, well, cool. Let's get uh, let's get into it, guys, because we got a lot to talk about on PS5. And funny enough, Spider-Man is one of the first things we'll touch on because that, for whatever reason, has driven a bunch of controversy this week. But we got a uh, we got a couple polls to kick off with. So we had uh, a poll season gaming uh, Twitter account. We usually throw those up every week, so look for that on Thursday or Friday, and then we'll discuss it on the show. First things first, we basically just said, how did you enjoy the PS5 showcase? You know, what do you think of the show? So almost 300 votes. And for the most part, I think people uh, enjoyed it. So 28% or so said amazing. Uh, 36% said it was good, not great. Uh, So that's, you know, majority right there. Could have been better, 23%, and only 11% were let down. So I want to hear from you guys, Dan. I'll start with you. Um, What do you think? And I know we were chatting live during the show, right? What do you think of overall showcase we'll get to the console we'll get to specific game what do you think of the presentation itself i think that that's kind of what i want to see i think in these presentations you know i don't need you know i would like maybe a little bit more developer stuff um but for what it was and what they were trying to do i think they nailed it um uh, as far as the content and everything i think it was kind of you know i think in our chat i was like it's like having like the sandwich with this really good bread but everything in the middle is kind of this generic lunch meat. <laughs> so everything was kind of sandwiched between like the you know the console reveal and you know the Spider Man, you know. Ain't that the wrong with a little bit of bologna? Come on, sir. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like that, that Carl pudding meat that's like you know like it, it was filled with bugs in the middle. Yeah, oh, man. yeah, it was a lot of bugs. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, for the most part, you know, I mean, that's that's kind of I like the uh, I like how they did it. You know, I like I like the format. Um, you know, it wasn't, you know, apparently there were, I saw there were CGI characters, you know, that's uh, on Twitter. Somebody said like the, you know, shoe and, uh, Herman Holes are all CGI. I don't understand that, but <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah. I saw that, I saw I, that. I, Dan, I'm going to need to see your source. Uh, yeah. It's Polygon, I think is where it's at. <laughs> anyway. So, I mean, you know, take that with the grandson, but anyway, yeah, I need sources. I, I think it did a good job. You know, I'd, I'd like to see Xbox come out and do kind of a, a similar thing in July. Yeah. Um, really kind of focus um, 
on gameplay. Um, I know we we didn't we haven't really got a lot of that anywhere actually. No, um, there wasn't a whole lot of gameplay in this no, showcase either. No. no, not not at all. So, I mean, I, what I'd say it was like six, seven out of ten. I, you know, I would probably give it. It, it yeah. was good. I would say not great, um, but I am excited for it for sure. So it it did the job. Yeah, that's what the majority of our our fan base, I guess you could say, was was good, yeah. not great. But Eric, what do you think, man? Overall showcase. Uh, overall, I kind of I felt uh, it started off really, really strong out of the gate, except for the yeah. GTA Five thing. Kind of that was weird, wasn't it? Kind of it's like you started yeah. your PS Five showcase with GTA Five. I was like, you yeah. gotta be kidding me. I said that had to be some kind of sandwich. I was like, what is that doing? (laughs) (laughs) This had to be some kind of agreement type thing. I don't know. I'm like, that could have fallen somewhere in between just to say, hey, this is what's happening. Like, we get it. GTA Five is it can't be killed. We get that. Okay, (laughs) that rockstar money. Yeah, Yeah, it was odd. It was odd to start with that, but getting past that, I think um, it came out of the gate really strong. I thought the middle kind of sunk, and then it finished strong. Um, But yeah, overall, I, I. it was about what I thought it would be. You know, these showcases, is, we're, in, we're just in an odd place with uh, what, what we're being shown and how they're showing it. I kind of got the impression that they may not have wanted to show everything the way they did in just this one setting, but they were kind of behind the gun because of everything that's been going on. Yeah. You know, and, you know, kind of getting, you know, The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima prepared and presented and out and then you know, having everything that's going on with that and then now trying to show this. I think they kind of probably threw in a few more things than they probably wanted to. Uh, so they just kind of had to show a bunch. So it, it kind of has some ebbs and flows. Uh, overall, um, if I have to give, if I give it a score, I'll say I'll give it somewhere around an eight only for the fact that they showed the console and now people can like shut up about seeing the console. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so, yeah, that's hey, true. I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. Um, so I know we'll get into that soon, but uh, but no, yeah. overall, no, honestly, about seven five seven point five eight is what I would give. Okay, it. It wasn't right. like it was. It is what it is. Yeah, I think to both your points, uh, Bert's in the chat. What's up, Bert? Saying pacing, you know, pacing was the the biggest kind of issue. My issue with the show was just strange pacing. But Chris, what do you think, man? Uh, Over overall showcase. Well, I probably shouldn't have watched it on my TV, my older TV, the ten eighty p TV. Uh, so I, as far as visually, it didn't look good. Because of my yeah. TV, but well, I they only broadcast it in 1080p. 30. I know, so yeah. it looked a little rough as far as that. But uh, overall, I did enjoy it. I did. I, I thought it was strange too with GTA 5 in the beginning, but then I was thinking, you know, they have a relationship with GTA 5 um, yep. or GTA Rockstar. You know, like I said, they brought up 25 years, uh, and and GTA has been a big game that's been on PlayStation. Uh, but uh, and then of course I was surprised with Spider Man. Yep. Uh, uh, Miles Morales. Uh, I thought that looked good, uh, but uh, there were a couple other surprises there, and and we've been hearing rumors about Horizon Zero Dawn, too. So I wasn't surprised that that's there, but I, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we got to see it. But and then of course, uh, you know, there was talk of this is only a gaming show, blah blah, you know, about games on PS5. So nobody knew for sure were they going to show the PS5 or not. Yeah. And uh, I, I. So I got off at work at 3.30, so I kind of, like, I, I didn't want to see on Twitter. Uh, and so I waited until I got <laughs> home, got settled, and then, you know, watched it. Cool. And, uh, and then I was glad, ple- very pleasant to see the PS5 shown at the end. Yeah, um, I think they did that on purpose, right? Is They, they yeah. only promoted games, 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 and then end with the console. Uh, yeah. It just generates more buzz that way. 
So mm-hmm. overall, for me, I, I was I, I enjoyed it. I saw there's some games, multiple diverse games in there. Yeah. Uh, so I enjoyed it. I don't really score get score. Yeah, you don't have to get a score. Stuff, so, uh, but I enjoyed it. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I'm very similar to you guys. Enjoyed it. Thought it was good. They did what they needed to do. We got some big games. Um, saw the console, obviously, and the accessories, which we'll talk about. Um, I wasn't blown away, but uh, I thought it was a good show. It is what it is. Now, mm-hmm. now Xbox has to respond, right, which we'll touch on. So now console design. So let's start there. So based on our poll, which we got nearly 550 votes on, it's about three quarters, a little less than three quarters, prefer the Series X design over the PS5. Uh, When I first saw the PS5, (laughs) it's funny because Bert said, uh, it looks like a router. And he was the first (laughs) one I heard kind of say that. And then, you know, now that's obviously kind of kicked off because it really does when it's standing there and you're looking at it face on, it looks like a router. I'm rather indifferent on it. I don't love it. I don't hate it. Um, It may grow on me. Um, To be honest, I don't really care that much. Uh, I have a shelf that it's going to stand vertical on, and it'll be good. I do think it looks very, very odd when you lay it horizontally. Um, It definitely wasn't designed to be laid horizontally, you know, from a design perspective, uh, even though you can do it. But, um, yeah, I think it's fine. Uh, No big deal. They definitely want a little more aggressive than the design, right? A little more futuristic Mm -hmm. than Xbox did. Um, What do you guys think? Uh, Dan, start with you. Yeah, it was, I like it. Um, I think it's kind of got that, you know, slightly futuristic vibe going on. I like the lights, love the color. I like always, the lighting, yeah. Yeah, I've always been a fan on that, like white on black, like, you know, with and just any kind of lighting going on. I've, I've always liked that, that because it pops, you know what I mean? Um, short of that, I mean, I, I probably like it a little bit more than the Series X only because it's, you know, the X is, you know, like you've always said, it's very industrial. It's very simple, mm-hmm. you know, and it's fine. It's going to do its job, you know, and we, we kind of chatted a little bit about, you know, why it's so much bigger. The size of it is going to be the issue because it's it not is big. It's huge. Yeah. You know, and that's and that bothers me a little bit. Now, right now, I do have my consoles laying down, but, as you know, I could stand them up if I wanted to. Um, and I'm not going to be able to on this with my entertainment center. Mm-hmm. That really makes some big changes. So that kind of bothers me a little bit. Um, yeah. I don't that, think you're alone on that either. I yeah. think I've seen a lot of people saying that same thing. Yeah. And it, I, I, I like, you know, I, I like the, was a dual sense, whatever it is. I like that since they released it. I like, you know, I, I think that looks awesome too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's kind of got that stormtrooper vibe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. So I'm, I'm, like you said, you know, it doesn't really matter as long as it does its job. You know, as long as they, you know, there were there was rumors about the the heating issues and overheating and stuff like that. I don't really understand it. Uh, if this solves the problem because it has, you know, making it bigger. I mean, that's how the original Xbox One, right? You had like eight thousand vents on it you know, <laughs> with a it, giant fan on yeah, top. Yeah. I literally just replaced my son's with an X today, and when I took that thing out of where it was i was like my gosh and the ps5 is noticeably bigger than the launch xbox one right yeah so i mean i don't know what they did you know or what kind of i mean it's got to have a humongous fan in it huge yeah <laughs> they came out the, you know I, yeah I, I they came out this morning and said that was the point they designed it to be a lot more quiet than okay. the ps4 yeah that that's all i want i don't need you know to be looking around like what the hell is that <laughs> you know you know what I mean? right <laughs> then when start kicking off when you even playing games like you know now with my pro i still play you know i've been playing last of us and it's it 
it's an older game and it still takes off, man. <laughs> right. Crazy. Get but, that jet you know, engine going. Yeah, as long as they're quiet and they work and I can play games on them, that's really all that matters. So yeah. I don't know, uh I don't know who did this, but I showed this to Dan last night. We were cracking up. <laughs> that's that's pretty much uh, uh, that's pretty much the design right there is what Sony did with the PS5. Yeah, the memes have come out in full since. Uh, have you since seen the one where they, they did it to where it fell apart? Have you seen no. that one? Uh-uh. I'll, I'll, I'll find it and post it up. Some. <laughs> what do you guys think of the design, Eric? Um, I'm kind of in, this, in the same boat with you, Ains. Like, um, like I like it, but it's definitely one of those things where you, you kind of keep analyzing it. Like, you've not really seen anything like that before. Yeah, it's definitely a different you look know, for a console. Yeah, but 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 I always fall back to the fact, like you said, I'm gonna sit it over in the con in the console LM area in my and not really pay attention to it, you know. Um, so so yeah, so like again, I look at it. I don't overanalyze it, but I do think it's it's way it's different, but at the same time, it fits in their wheelhouse. It's if that makes sense, you yeah. know, for how Sony kind of designs consoles. Because if you think about the the PS3 Fat Boy, it was kind of it was a chunker. Oh yeah, when yeah. it came out, right? Yeah. And then they, they kind of the forming grill. That, yeah, that's kind of how <laughs> they kind of flow. Like their first one is usually a chunker, and then it kind of over time pairs down. Except for the PS4 Pro, that got heavier. That got bigger. Yeah, the hamburger. Yeah, because yeah. I love the design of the PS4. I love how the lines on that look. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, overall, yeah, it's like I'm sort of in the same boat. Like I'm not overly in love with it. I do like yeah. it, but you know, um, but it's just different. You yeah, know? indifferent to it. But you yeah. had the, you had the best joke about that. What'd you say in the holiday? You're gonna be buying a uh, a router. <laughs> I a, wish they make a licensed router. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I would. I'd put it right next to it. Right. I'd be down with that. Yeah, um, and, and we're gonna be like the funny thing is, you know, as collectors and how we were very particular about. Like how our rooms are set up. Like the room I'm uh-huh. in now is not the permanent room. We're going to be moving soon. And I'm already thinking, okay, how am I going to set up things around these two consoles? Because like Dan said, I'm not going to be laying either one on, on the side. I'm going to, they're going to have to stand up because they look yeah. that way, in my opinion, anyway. So I'm already kind of considering what kind of setup I want to have in my new man cave when I get that going. <laughs> nice. So nice. On, the, on the same uh, topic, what, what, you know, the two consoles compared to each other, I mean, like they're all digital. The one with the disc. Which uh, one are you guys getting? Assuming that you're going to be getting one, you know, I'll be getting. One. Do you prefer? I think out of the two, I mean, you can, and you can add that to your, you know, things. Man, that's so. You know where I'm getting? I'm getting the disc uh, yeah, one. I'm getting the, I'm getting the pregnant one. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> real quick, before you guys answer, one shout out to Robert Hart. He just said shout out from South Africa. Wow, awesome, nice. man. Thanks for joining. Sorry, that's that's awesome. I found me in South Africa. So, <laughs> so very cool. So sorry. Go ahead. Oh, so for um, for me, yeah, I'll, I'll probably get the one with the disc just because I still have like some PS4 titles, you know, on disc, and you just never know because again, like Ains, like, we're collectors, so we want those steel books and we want yep. different things. So until they say no more of that, I'm gonna always probably lean to having a disc drive of yep. some sort. You know, oh, I'm going down with the ship, man. I'm gonna be the oh, guy yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. standing on the mast, like holding on as it goes under. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm somewhere in between. Like, you know, I do I do a lot of digital buys, but at the same time, you know, when there's a good collector's edition, I want it. Cool. And so yeah. So yeah, but I like the lines of the all digital one better. Yeah, the I think the all digital one definitely looks better, no doubt. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Which one are you picking up? If you're picking it up, one up. I guess I'm I'm the only one. So while you guys still going out in space with the Russians, I'm on SpaceX with the all digital. <laughs> no, uh, Dan's with you. Dan's Dan's all digital. Oh, Dan's digital. With me? Okay, oh, yeah, oh, SpaceX. Listen, yeah, we, we don't need this dead media just to keep bogging. <laughs> hey, hey, well, you're gonna sink because you're gonna have a pocket full of discs in your pocket. Right. Look, like, I don't want to have to remove anyone from the stream, but <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I, no, I I've I, always been digital. I, I started going digital since uh, kind of towards the end of three sixty days. Wow, uh, okay. I, I just I, I just to me a bunch of discs. I like collector editions, like statues and stuff like that. Yeah, little stuff. But when a bunch of CDs, it just collect dust for me. I never really got into that. I do like the steel cases. I like the idea how you, I saw you were putting some of that on your wall. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I can get into that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing for me. And, and as Eric said, like a lot of those collector's editions, which, you know, you guys know I buy freaking everything. Um, a lot of them come with discs still, you know, yeah. so you can sell those discs and then buy a digital copy, but it just gets messy. I, I don't know. Yeah. And I, I'm really weird. I love having just game discs, uh, cases, excuse me. I like yeah. seeing the cover art and just having cases around, but you're right. I mean, it does take up room. I actually got a brand new shelf that's going to take up that back wall for all my game cases. I'm kind of yeah. reorganizing my room, but mm -hmm. that's a lot of room just to store mm -hmm. game cases that you don't yeah, really need. For me, because I, I love digital and the fact that I like being able to just jump in, jump from game to game to game. Mm -hmm. And especially, yeah. you know, they're going to be having, um, you know, multiple suspense states. You know, we don't know what PlayStation is going to do on that side. But five on the Series yeah. X. You can have five right. games running. Right. Yeah. So that's going to be even more so, you know, in line with the digital culture. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, maybe 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 we start getting more of these collector's editions that include the digital code and the steel book. Still, you know, I like this. Maybe you start seeing more. We had a few of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, until, until we get there, yeah, I'm just I'm gonna need that the disc drive just to be safe. Yeah, I'm with you. So good to see King in the chat. What's up? Uh, I don't have any statues out today, King. Um, yeah, no, nothing to show you. Failure. <laughs> <laughs> I put my LP shirt uh, hat on because uh, you know Lord King you just you know complimented my beard. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We'll change my uh, shirt, but I don't want to lose viewers. <laughs> don't do it live. Don't do it live. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> the interesting thing here, going on the two skews, guys, is um, so I've seen a couple things. So either the all digital is going to be like a hundred bucks cheaper or whatever they do. Right. Or another speculation I saw, which I don't think they'll do, but you never know is that the drive version will be like the uh, 825 gigabyte, like they've already talked about. And the all digital one will be the double, which is like the 1.65 terabyte um, for the same price. Now that could be an interesting way to do it. I don't know uh -huh. if they would, but just a thought. So I don't know what your guys thoughts are around these, um, the pricing and the storage guesses on these. What what do you think these prices are coming in at? I think the popular guess is four ninety nine for PS five and three ninety nine for the all digital. You guys think that's right, or you got a? We're starting to see rumblings based on the SSD and some other things that the PS five could be more expensive than four ninety nine with the disc drive. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not getting the disc drive anyway, but still. Well, yeah. But you know, you see all these placeholders now that are popping up here. Like PlayAsia had one for like six ninety nine for the, yeah. you know that. I mean, could be. I think a they're just covering their base. Yeah, maybe. You know, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm fine paying actually up to five hundred without the disc drive. So totally cool with that um, for both of them. Really, um, I, we don't know what the you know if, if Xbox is going to have a similar offering yet. Um, 
I hope they do because down with disk drives. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, otherwise, I mean, it, it's 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 a smart move. You know, give players options. We've always said this for all the companies. You want to give you know get these in more people's hands. If if you drop a hundred dollars off the price, um, and you know just because it's you you, you don't get this and you have to buy the the digital game. That's going to probably bring more people in, you know. And same for Xbox, if they were to do the same thing, you know, it's just, it's not like rocket science to me, you know. It, it's it's let's make sure we're in touch with our customer base and give them as many options as possible. So yeah, I'm all for it, man, for sure. Yep. How about you guys? Chris, you want to go? Uh, yeah. Um, I was talking about this on NOG the other night, um, and because of the price of the, these SSDs. Yep. I would not be surprised that it, they will both be the same price. Uh, and you'll probably get a bump in the, uh, you know, how much uh, memory you have, you know, yeah, the bigger storage. SSD. So yeah. if they if they bump it up to maybe to one terabyte or a little bit more, it'll be about the same price as the disk drive. I can see that happening. I mean, um, they both, like I said, they both have the same power, same look, you know, pretty much, except for the pregnant look. So. Uh, it's killing me. Nah, I, I, yeah, I, I can see, but uh, I would like to say they're going to be four ninety nine. But you know, seeing some stuff that I was reading from Jim Ryan or whatever, that you know, don't expect them to be the lowest price, you know, because of the value they bring as far as the games. Yep. So, I mean, it could be crazy to be, you know, five fifty, maybe six hundred. You know, yeah. I, well, I think know. we could definitely maybe. see a six hundred dollar console. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, Nightmare and King David might be right on, you know, with the 599 and the 499. Yeah, that could be it, too. Yep. I'm good yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. One of the other things, before I forget, that drives me crazy, I don't know if you guys noticed this, because you couldn't really see it in the design of the console, because it's all black in the middle, right? But the weird thing is the lights, you can see two lights, and they're at the bottom. So they sit down mm -hmm. here, like at the base of the console. The USB port on the front's in the middle. So, like, if you're plugging something in, like a cord or something, it's going to be coming straight out of the middle of the console, which I thought was a really weird design. If you if you look at the pictures of the PS5, you can see it. So, that so like, if you, the, the, the the USB and the USB-C that's on it? The port, the front port, the front yeah. USB port, it's in the middle of the console. So, if you're yeah. looking at it upright and you got the black part in the middle, yeah. the port's right in the middle, whereas the lights are at the bottom. So, the lights, when it's on, are probably yeah. going to be down here. But if you, like, plug a cord in to charge a controller... Hard, extra hard drive, whatever you do, right? It's going to be coming out of the middle of the console, which is really weird to me. Hmm. I don't know. I'm a design. I'm a design yeah. OCD guy, man. It bothers me. That's why I can't keep like my, you know, everything has to be going to the back, for sure. They need to have two extra USB ports back there because I've got controllers. I've got a headset that needs to use it. It all needs yeah. to be in the back. Like, any external drives? Yeah. yeah. Any external drives? Yeah. I mean. Hopefully they have something similar to where it's, you know, that proprietary. Actually, I hope they don't because I hate proprietary garbage. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it, that bothers me, too. I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's something that kind of drove me crazy when you looked at the uh, the PS4, the OG, the Slim, and then the Pro. I like the Pro better just for the fact, like Dan said, the drives are in – the ports are in the back. Yeah. Well, they got two in the front. Drive, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you have, like, a hard drive sticking out of the front of the console. And, yeah, I'm with Ains. Like, I don't – that's a weird – <laughs> you know, just like picturing it. a cord coming out of the front middle of a console is just strange to yeah. me. That's like yeah. that shouldn't happen. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, why didn't they put the lights in the middle and then put the USB right at the bottom? You know, like right, right. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. 
Um, all right, let's jump into uh, let's jump into the games, guys, because there's a lot of games to cover. We're not going to cover every single game. Uh, they showed something like twenty some games. There's a few. Uh, <laughs> I keep going back to bug snacks, man. Um, there's a few that we're not going to talk at length about, but let's start with the big ones, right? So they kicked off. Forget GTA Five. We're not touching on that. We've been talking about that for seven years. Um, Spider Man, Miles Morales, and I don't know about you, Eric and Chris. Dan is gigantic spider-man fan marvel fan i am not so um this game doesn't interest me but i thought it was interesting they opened the show i'm not surprised by it spider-man is the top selling exclusive on the playstation 4 it's a gigantic ip um you know it's 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 a very smart move in my opinion for sony to because they didn't obviously now we know they didn't have time to make a full sequel what they're making is like an offshoot and that's the first thing i said to dan and bert when we were watching it live was this looks like an offshoot Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is a very smart move. Uh, you know, so we now know it's a standalone game. It uses some assets from from uh, Spider-Man that exists, but there's going to be features that are exclusive to PlayStation 5, and uh, they've kind of a, a likened it to Uncharted Lost Legacy, which, again, very well-received game, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But a $40 game at that. So um, I think it's very smart of Sony to bring this game out at launch. It gives them an exclusive with a big name like Spider-Man to have there at launch. I think the big question that Dan and I were discussing is, is this game going to be a $60 game? And if so, what type of value is it going to be for $60? Is it going to be a very uh, a full feature game like Spider-Man on the PS4? Or is it going to be more of like a 10-15 hour game? And if so, is that really what you want to see out of this development company You know, for a major title at launch? Yeah, go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, that's that that's a tough one. And I think again, <clears throat> it's one of those things that you, you kind of need that answer from Sony as far as what they're gonna do if they're going to have some form of a smart delivery system. Um Yeah, they've been quiet on that front. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's odd. Like me personally, like I'm all for I'm all about, you know, playing Miles Morales DLC, right? Um, if it's a PS5 only thing, of course I'll pick it up there. I don't know if I'll be willing to buy a whole new remastered package to get it. If it's standalone, I'm all good with that too, right? But you will have people that PS5 will be their first console, and if they offer a Spider-Man remaster with all the DLCs and the Miles Morales, you know, that's not 60 bucks, but maybe 40 bucks, I can see that happening too. Um, But I'm not in, I mean, I think personally, if they say, okay, well, you know, if you own Spider-Man PS4, you get the PS5 upgrade, and then you just pay for the DLC, I'll be okay with that. Because mm-hmm. that makes sense. That would actually make sense for that. That would make sense. You know? yeah. yeah. And it's just, again, it's a way to recapitalize on such a popular game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm not going to be happy if they're telling me I need to buy all that all, all over again. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, man. What do you think, Chris? Uh... No, I was happy to see it. Uh, I like yeah, when I saw it, I didn't think anything of it. I thought I wasn't sure if it was a you know all new game for just for the PS5 or what. Then we started hearing rumblings about it, it was a, like an expansion or whatever extension DLC. Uh, but it is a standalone, so yeah. Uh, but and I you know using assets from the original one, and then of course it's going to be you know up, updated to the PS5. I kind of wish that it was BC or cross gen, uh, so that some people, even though they may not be able to jump on the PS5 right away, but yeah. they can at least play that. And then later on, when they jump onto a PS5, they can play it again. Yep. Uh, so well, that might still be the case. <clears throat> we just don't know that, that yet. That's true. Yeah. 
yeah. So they haven't really said much on that. So no, the only thing I can say is, and we'll get into this, but as I went through all the trailers again and kind of looked through, there is a distinction. They didn't show this during the live show, but if you go back and watch all the individual trailers now, at the end, they tell you basically PlayStation Five exclusive or PlayStation exclusive, which presumably means PS4, PS5. Mm-hmm. Uh, timed exclusive. There's actually details at the end of all the trailers on oh. on uh, PlayStation's YouTube channel. So this okay. one does say PlayStation Five only. Oh, okay. So, and I wonder if because what they came out and said is there's going to be features that take advantage of the PlayStation Five hardware. So what that means, obviously, beyond the graphical updates and stuff, I'm wondering if they're going to do things with the Dual Sense controller, like the haptic feedback for Spidey senses, you know, like things like that to try mm-hmm. and immerse players more. That you know, who really obviously are into Spider-Man, uh, mm-hmm. things that they maybe couldn't do on the PS4. Right. Now, I will say, too, like, um, I, was, I was kind of in the boat when I first saw them show it. Personally, I thought this must be, like, a DLC of some sort, or I, I didn't even think expansion. I said it's probably, like, a standalone, because just for the fact, if you look at the timeline, it's like, how would they get a full-fledged, you know, open-world Spider-Man game feature Miles, Miles Morales out in under two years yeah. to launch yep. the holiday. Exactly. So if you just kind of follow that trail, you know, I just kind of assumed it was a DLC. Yeah, I said the same thing when I saw it. I was like, even before the show, right? It's like, everyone's like, are we going to see Spider-Man 2? And I'm like, it hasn't been enough time. Right. Uh, yeah. Especially with Core Insomniac, they're developing um, Ratchet & Clank, which we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it hasn't been enough time for a full sequel. Your lord. Well, that's a, this is the biggest issue, right? We it's, it's the messaging, and it, it, it's it's the whole industry. It, you can't just be straight up with somebody anymore. It's just like, oh, we're just going to show you a little bit of this, and then we're just going to, you know, maybe that just come out and say what the hell it is. Well, you the know, funniest I'm, thing was then their VP comes out and he made it worse. Yeah, it he says, yeah, this is an expansion to the universe, and you know, yeah, and it's like, what? Yeah, so it's basically going to be a PlayStation Five game. Probably yep. use most of the assets or all of the assets from the, the original city. game. Yeah, the yeah, city yeah. is going to be all used, and then they'll just upgrade the graphics to run at maybe 4K 60 on the PS5. Skill tree. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and make it 20 hours maybe, you know, and yeah. that's $40 for me. Now, <clears throat> I want, you know, the, the biggest thing is, you know, we know that they're upgrading Spider Man to run better on the PS5, the original game. So yeah. this is where the messaging comes in. Is that going to be a free upgrade? Is it like smart delivery? <laughs> is it, you know, but nobody's ever said anything about it. I, I can't see why they wouldn't, you know, unless they want to package this with, you know, the Spider-Man game. Cause you can get that for 10 bucks anywhere right now. Yeah. 20, it's on PS now as well. Right. So say you pay $60, you get the remastered Spider-Man game plus the Miles Morales game, which is, you know, that would be cool. I think that's what Eric was saying too, right? right you just yeah, package yeah. all up, remastered all DLCs, Miles Morales kind of addition, sixty bucks. Right. Mm-hmm. But that means I'm paying again for another game. That's, that's right. Mm-hmm. So that's right. The same game now because it's Spider Man, I will 100 percent do that. But <laughs> if it was something else, I'd be like, yeah, kiss my ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> Should be working. Yeah. Well, this is this is what I was talking to Carl about as well. Um, and you know, it goes back to an entire methodology or belief system of Sony and PlayStation. There, the belief system, and we won't get into Nintendo. I know we always joke about that because they're in their own world. But the difference between Xbox and PlayStation, there's a big difference in their methodology. Xbox is ecosystem focused, service focused, um, 
you know, it's okay if you don't buy a Series X as long as you're playing our game somewhere. PlayStation is very, very, they've, Jim Ryan even said, they're much more about that hard console line still. So the goal is to move people from the PS4 to the PS5 as quickly as possible. They're in that old mindset. Get them into the PS5. Spider-Man is the IP, probably the strongest IP, mm-hmm. because they obviously couldn't have God of War 2 ready for launch, right? I mean, that's a few years out probably yet. Spider-Man's probably the strongest IP to do that. You don't have time to make a full sequel to Spider-Man, so what can you do? You do right. this. Yeah. yeah, and Miles is super yeah. popular right now, like with, yeah. with the Spider-Verse. Yeah. 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 Massive disclosure. IP. Full disclosure, like I didn't say this to Dan, but um, if I wasn't wearing the N64 shirt today, it would have been a Spider-Man shirt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Spider-Man nut as well. Um, but I was, I was thinking about this earlier, and I said it's so weird, like with these companies, it's almost like like Ains just touched on it, I and mean, you guys just touched on it. It's like get the message lined up and then start talking. It's almost like they still live in a magazine world. <laughs> it's true. They talk before the messages last year. Yeah, like when we were growing up, we didn't know anything until we got our EGM. And by then, EGM had three months to kind of write and have questions and get things lined up. And we've read it all at once. We're like, okay, this is what we're getting. Yeah. They have, we're in a 24 hour, let's just, we'll say, let's just add another one in a 25 hour news cycle. It never stops, right? Right. All people are going to do is they're going to take what you throw at them, and then it's going to become the narrative and the talking point. Yeah. And, yeah. and now that's when you get somebody that has to come out and try to fix it, but then they don't ever really fix it. You send someone out who really didn't know anything more than we know, and they say something stupid, and now another narrative starts. Yep. So when, are, when, are they, when are all of them going to kind of get to the point where they have all the ducks lined up <laughs> and say, this is what we're showing you, this is what it's going to be, and we know you're still going to dissect it, but at least you have some information to kind of run with that sets the narrative. Right. It's it's what happened yesterday morning because I woke up to everyone saying, is Spider-Man a sequel? What is this? You know what I mean? And then we put out on the sites, including Season Gaming, that uh, this is coming. And then the VP, the Sony VP speaks and says, no, this is an expansion. It's not a full sequel, et cetera. So all the sites update their articles. This is an expansion, not a full sequel, you know, et cetera. (laughs) Then they come out later. Oh, this is a standalone game. And then everyone has to update everything again. Oh, it's a standalone game. And now there's just mass confusion. So, and we still, to Dan's point, we still don't know what they're truly doing in terms of free upgrades to PS5 with Spider-Man, even if you have the core game, right? Say you don't want to buy Miles Morales. Are you getting that PS5 updated Spider-Man edition for free? We don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, they're, they're, we saw something that where they're going to do it for, I think, a third-party game. I can't remember what it was. but So that's cool. But that's a third-party, too. You know, that's not, you know what they're doing. Yeah, we've seen that. Destiny, um, Cyberpunk. Right. uh, Those games are being upgraded for free. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's coming. You know, so now it's just a matter of do we want to charge extra money for this or not, you know? Oh, we've said it before. I think it's going to be a very risky proposition for them to come out and try and charge money because Xbox has been clear about that, right? Any first party Xbox game is updated for free on Series X. Yeah. Then CD Projekt Red has come out. Uh, who are the other big companies? Uh, De- Bungie with Destiny. There's several other third parties that have already come out and said their upgrades are going to be free for PS5 and Series X. I think if Sony comes out and says to play God of War enhanced on PS5 is going to be an upcharge, I don't think that's a good look at all. That's yeah. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, they're doing a Bloodborne uh, remaster, right? Well, that's the rumor. We haven't seen it confirmed yet. Yeah. Yeah. 
We've seen, although someone last week, and who knows if they're real, I saw a site posted images from Bloodborne PC, because that's the rumor. It's a remaster coming to PS5 and PC uh, on PC, and they looked real, and the site said if someone faked these, they're damn good. Um, But we still haven't seen official confirmation. So anyway, that covered an awful lot of time on Spider-Man, so let's move on to some other games. So we've got, uh, they then went to Gran Turismo 7, uh, another one that we kind of knew about. Everyone knew Gran Turismo 7 was coming. They're going to build on the foundation of sport, right, and make it the fully featured Gran Turismo. Uh, Footage looked pretty good. I liked the racing. I liked what I saw out of of the uh, home screen. You know, you can travel around the home and the licensing Mm -hmm. and the cars. Classic Gran Turismo music. You know, it looked... Looks pretty cool. So the only thing that disappointed me was no release date. And with Gran Turismo, that means it could be 2034 before we see the next edition. So I'm, I'm kind of confused that they're not going to have Gran Turismo ready at launch. Yeah, that's crazy because, it's you know, when did GT Sport come out? Uh, Four and, years ago, maybe? And you would think that this would be a great title that's been around for a long time to be ready for launch. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Especially to compete with Forza, which we know is going to be there, right? I, I think I, I don't know. There hasn't really been confirmation. I haven't on that, confirmed right? it, but it's going to be there. You know, it's going to yeah. be there. That's kind uh, of like they're all. That's kind of how they are with, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, with uh, GT. It's like it can. It's never on time. It's always like way late. You know. I know. It's it's that's what actually, in my opinion, hurt the franchise as they went in past. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gran Turismo 4, right? Because you had 4, which was like really high bar on PS2 because it was the first racing game, if I'm my memory's going back here, but first one to do 1080i at the time. You could do uh, you could do it up if you had the proper cables and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. after that, they just got into those weird development timeframes where they yeah. just didn't get anything done. You know, like nothing ever came out. Forza just took over. Well, they were giving so. us prologues, you know. <laughs> so is that what we're going to get? You know, I mean, yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Well, that's like sport at launch. Sports turned into a great game now. From mm-hmm. what I know, yeah. I haven't played it recently. I know Bert loves it. Um, but uh, when it launched, it was bare bones, man. Very bare bones. So anyway. All right. One of my favorite games of the show, Ratchet and Clank, mm. Rift Apart. Yeah, man. Um, looked incredible. Uh, we actually, one of the few games we actually got gameplay for. And... Um, Obviously, uh, this is something, again, um, no release date, but we did see actual gameplay and we saw some examples, at least to the people I've talked to, of the processing of uh, the data throughput that we've talked about. So SSD, IO speeds, etc. So when they're doing the portal jumping and he's moving to those different times and different layers, you notice like everything's instant. The world's just mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very impressive demo from my perspective. Definitely looked next gen. In fact from a gameplay perspective, and we'll get to Horizon because we don't really know if that's true gameplay, but from a gameplay perspective, Ratchet set the bar in this showcase as yeah. far as I'm concerned. So, yeah. love that franchise. Love what I saw. Absolute day one buy for me. I just hope we don't have to wait a couple years to get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would I would think that uh, just timing-wise, how long it's been since the last Ratchet, that, that this one will be ready to go. If not at launch, like right around launch. Um, that's what was confusing to me is because yeah. they didn't they didn't um it didn't have a release date and i i, I right. for sure thought that would have been a launch title too yeah and maybe they have more details on that you know as time is slowly <laughs> moving on here um uh, but no I'm, I'm with you on that and like um that was one of my favorite games on ps4 this gen i mean it just looked absolutely gorgeous this one looked, looked like a cartoon 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It looked just like the movie and everything, which no one really knows about anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to get my hands on that. Just watching, you know, them jump through the time loops. Yeah, it's awesome. And everything and just all the particles going on on screen. You know, it looked like it just ramped up what we got in the PS4 game. Yep. So, yeah, I'm hyped for that one. Yeah, I, I've never played Ratchet and Clank before, um, but when I saw this, this one blew my blew me away as far as it. Yeah, it's just going through the different worlds seamlessly. Uh, I thought it was beautiful looking. Uh, yeah. The mechanics look great. Looked like a fun game. I'm like, yep, that that's be one of the first games I play on the PS5. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, that, that's the thing about those games. They are they're just fun. They're yeah. really fun yeah. to play. Good sense of humor, lighthearted. Fun mm -hmm. gameplay. It's uh, cool weapons. Like they have all kinds of crazy weapons and stuff. It's it's a blast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm with and you I can't remember. I can't remember if you ever played these. Oh yeah, yeah, I played them. Um, actually, the the I, I, the newest one I played like part of it, but like I this is like the old ones, you know, on the PS2 or and, and love Fresh and Clank, man. Yeah. Um, so it's it's it looked really good. I think it looked really good. Um, but you know, again, no gameplay, so I have no idea. Sure, it'll be fine. Um, well, Ratchet, Ratchet had gameplay. Did it? I didn't think yeah. I had that one. Game yeah, right? Oh yeah, no, that's one of the oh, few yeah, that yeah, actually yeah. had gameplay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just assumed that they all didn't have gameplay. I think that's why I was so impressed because you could see the portions that were gameplay when they did it, and it, I mean it. It was impressive, man. It really was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm down. I'm down for this one. I'm down for GT. You know, every most of them. You know. These first three or four that we saw, I mean, I was just like, okay, this is. They came out of the gate strong, like we talked about. Yeah. Right. So I'm all for it, man. Cool. Give me some. <laughs> yeah. And someone, uh, Spider Man, just said to find it odd. Any single game uh, said it was a launch game. So there's a couple. There's only a couple. So Spider Man's a launch game. Deathloop's a launch game, which we'll get to a timed exclusive. But yeah, we're going to talk about uh, the lack of release dates and here and timed exclusives and all that. I've kind of got the notes here. So no release date on Ratchet and Clank. Um, we'll talk about Stray. This is one that I think I didn't even know what was going on when they showed it. They just showed a cat walking around the city. Um, <laughs> but apparently this is, uh, you know, this has hit, uh, hit a chord with a bunch of people. Really looking forward to this. You do play as the cat. And you walk around in a cyber city, uh, but they haven't really talked about the full details of what you'll be doing. This is coming next year, 2021, and it's a timed exclusive for PlayStation. And you're going to hear us say that a lot. Looks like Sony has really kind of uh, signed a lot of timed exclusive deals to fill that PlayStation 5, uh, the first party gap early on in the in the system's uh, lifespan. So I don't know really what to think of this one, guys. I'm down for playing as a cat, walking around another cyber city. I'm down for that. I just don't know what the actual gameplay is. You know, it was all just kind of rendered walking around. So uh, I'm curious to see what becomes of this. But I see a lot of people talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Seems like people are always down. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> can you pet the dog? Can you? Can you yeah, pet right. Them? Animals, man. It's just a yeah. way to get people in. You put animals, people are down, man. I want to spit at a furball. <laughs> it's haptic feedback yeah. <laughs> alright you guys don't seem too hyped about this one so I think as we'll go ahead and move on yeah, yeah. I, need to, I need to see more of it that's all yeah. 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 alright so uh, we did get to see the new game from Housemark. so if you're not familiar with Housemark, fantastic smaller developer they made uh, Resogun at the Playstation 4's launch which was a fantastic game Absolutely. they followed up with uh, Next Machina another fantastic game they have very uh, strong 
shooter cap- uh, shooter capabilities. I don't know what I'm trying to say. They're, they develop very strong shooters. Um, the, the mechanics are really strong, very polished. And so we knew they were working on a bigger game. They talked last year around expanding the studio and working on their biggest project yet. We got to see it. It's called Returnal, which is a weird name. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, according to the, um, the video here, uh, it combines side-scrolling with a third-person shooter. So it looked kind of dark. It looked kind of uh, very sci-fi and interesting. There's no release date on this one either. And according to the end of the trailer, this could be a cross-generational game because all it says is exclusive to PlayStation. It did not say PS5. Mm -hmm. So this may be one of those games we get on PS4 Mm -hmm. and PS5. Uh, But I'm very interested in this. Uh, Housemark is awesome. Uh, The one thing I joked about was, you know, we see a lot of... um, which I love a lot of um, variety coming in protagonists nowadays, right? Um, you, especially a lot of female protagonists. We saw the new Ratchet character as a female, whatever species Ratchet is. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, this was kind of funny to see just like a, a middle-aged white woman as the protagonist. I was like, that's that's not something you see in most games, right? Mm. Um, no. But what do you guys what do you guys think about this one? Do anything for you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. This looks yeah. like right up my alley. Okay, <laughs> you know. Um, and like I said, it's House Mark. I like their games, um, and they they all they seem to always kind of push their envelope and not trying to be too much in the comfort zone. Like they were kind of known for like the twin stick shooter type thing. Yes, now they're trying to spread their wings a little bit and you know push the envelope. Um, but I like what I saw. Again, it just it just kind of fits that mold of a showcase type game. So we'll see like you know more of it and what it delivers, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I have faith that it's going to be good. Yeah. 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 Because House Mark is just talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked really good, man. I mean, I'm, uh, you know, yeah. it, it kind of gave me a little bit of control vibes. It, it just, yeah, yeah. I hope it's not too, you know, scary, of course. <laughs> <laughs> or me anymore, this garbage. It's like, yeah, we've got a couple of those forward. to talk about too. Yeah, it very, yeah. Much, it very much did have like a remedy. Like yeah. jumping to it, like control, and That's then there's a, little, a little, there's a little bit like Mass Effect in there. So it has like mm. it's like the DNA of a bunch of different genres, of different different games, you know. Yeah. So so we'll see what it is. Yeah, they haven't yeah. really done an, unless I'm forgetting one. They haven't really done anything kind of narrative wise, House Mark. No. So I'm kind of curious to see one how big this game is. Is this like a 10 hour experience, or are they going for a bigger game? And mm-hmm. what the you know what they're going to try and do with narrative? But uh, it looked good. Chris, yeah. you, what are you thinking yeah. on this one? Nah, I mean, it was interesting, um, especially the whole deal about the kind of like a time loop where you keep dying and then you mm-hmm. keep coming back and you're repeating. So maybe that would play into like where you're learning different mechanics and you die and you come back and you have different, you know. Almost like a roguelike, yeah. Playing, yeah. In fact, I think if you look at the description in the trailer, it says roguelike. I'm almost positive. I just didn't type it here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. By the way, I know you guys are talking about it in chat. Dan has a code for Jedi Fallen Order. Yep. Okay. I have you pointed. I was like, I didn't know if you were telling me to stop. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order for Xbox. So I know yeah. most of us have have played that, but uh, if you haven't played it or you know someone who would like to enjoy that, he's going to yeah. be giving that away shortly. We need uh, just type in chat hashtag Bug Snacks. And uh, he's gonna, <laughs> and he's gonna pick a, a random winner here in uh, I don't know shortly, shortly. Yeah, in a few minutes. Yeah, type it in there. Come get yourself some. It's an awesome game. It's the deluxe edition. Didn't even know what it was um, when I got the console. So I just hope it's not region locked. But we'll see. It's nice. 
I think yeah. the codes aren't, but okay, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah, and I got a. <laughs> I think it comes with a month of VA access too. So, okay, cool, cool, cool. Very cool. All right, guys. So, type bug snacks if uh, if that's something you want to get into. Um, <clears throat> so, Sackboy is back. Uh, not a new little big planet, but a what looks to be a co-op platformer. Um, and the thing I found interesting here, guys, because we know that Media Molecule is obviously all in on the dreams front right now, that uh, this is not being made by them. This is being made by Sumo Digital, who more recently has done a lot of work on ports and uh, some smaller games, usually for Xbox. So kind of interesting to see Sumo Digital working on a Sackboy game. Um, but I, you know, I know this isn't a big one. And Sackboy, I think, you know, he doesn't really have the clout that he might have had in the PS3 era, um, you know, back then. But I'm always down for a platforming game. I love platformers. So, you know, depending on what this is, what the content is like, uh, I was pretty interested. It didn't blow me away, but it's definitely a game I'll check out. Yeah, I, I think um, as parents, like you look at games and you go, I can see playing that with my daughter or something yeah. like that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then, yeah, hearing that is sumo digital. So, so control wise, it may not seem as floaty as Little Big Planet did when you were trying to play some of those levels. Wait, Bert yeah. just mentioned that when we were chatting live. He just said that exact same thing. Yeah, I could never play them because I'm like, just the controls just feel like, yeah, I don't know. But uh, no, it looks interesting. Yeah, it looks like the kind of game that you want to have at a launch, you know, just to kind of cover all your bases. Yeah, well, that's the funny thing, too. No release date. No release date was <laughs> well, given. Yeah. And uh, the assumption, this is all, yeah. yeah, this is also one that said um, PlayStation. So it could be PS4 and PS5. Right. Yeah, I've never played this. Uh, like, but Eric said I could I could see playing this with my seven year old. Yeah, uh, she can get into this, and uh, I've always liked the look of it, the aesthetic where you can see the detail of the yarn or whatever the mm -hmm. right, right. material. I like that, so it's interesting. But you know, not a it's I, not a blockbuster by any means. No, Dan Sackboy Bug Snacks, what do you got? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna probably play this. Um, of course, of course you are. Yeah. Did you did you play scary. Yoshi's Woolly World? Yeah, I got well, I got about halfway yeah. through it. Um, so it's it's another one of those Switch games that you know is there. Um, <laughs> that I paid full price for uh, <laughs> on sale. Um, this, I mean, it looks good. I mean, I'm I'm all about it. You know, it's a little platformer. As long as it's not too difficult. And so, you know, we'll see what happens, man. Now I hope it's hard. Now yeah, I, it's yeah. Hard. I mean, that's that's my biggest fear with any game release. <laughs> it's like we have one difficulty level. And it's, you know, I'm going to, you know, murder your face. Uh, you know, yeah. that's, that's, I, can't, yeah, I can't wait for them to say Sackboy has Souls-like combat. Yeah. <laughs> Souls boy. You're, you're right, man. Every game nowadays is like Souls-like combat. Stop it. Just, it is man. true. It, it Dark nuts. Souls, when you, when you think of the past decade, I was talk. I forget who I was talking to about this, but you talk about games that influence the industry, right, and make other developers change the way they do things. Mm -hmm. And like it or not, Dark Souls did that. Probably one of the most influential games in the past decade because look at how many developers and games have come out to try and take that formula. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. And that was crazy with that too, because if you think from Demon Souls to Dark Souls One, people ran from those games. They're like, no, I'm not. I'm not with it, right? <laughs> yeah. But then by the time we got to Dark Souls Three, everyone's like. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's more, huge, man. Yeah. Yeah. 26 million sold last they uh, talked about a few weeks ago for uh, Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, the trilogy. 26 right. million sold. Right. It's crazy. So, all right. Uh, Astro's Playroom. So, I don't know about you, Chris and Eric. Uh, Dan and I um, 
both have PSVR. Both really, really loved Astrobot. Um, fantastic game uh, from a platforming perspective. I've heard. Yeah, and so when they showed this, I was super excited. I think me, Bert, and Dan were all super excited as we were chatting. I went back and watched, like I said, went through all the trailers this morning. This is not what we thought it was at all. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. So what this is, is this is coming preloaded on PlayStation 5, so everyone's going to own it. It's not a full game, and it's not VR. What it is, is it is a four-level game, so just four levels, each of the levels highlighting a new feature of the DualSense controller. Okay. So it's it's basically just to get something that new PS5 owners can jump into, say, oh, this is cool, show you the haptic feedback, show you whatever else they're going to show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it. This is not an expansion to Astrobot VR. It's not a new game uh, for you know like Astrobot 2, which is what it originally looked like. So again... Strange messaging because when they showed it in the showcase, they just showed the gameplay, never mentioned anything about this. But when you watch the trailer now, uh, it's clear that this isn't a full game. Oh man, what's going on? Does that explain the 825 gigabytes of free space? (laughs) (laughs) I had someone argue who I was on boom, I was typing in boom show the other night, and and some guy said, Yeah, it's a one terabyte. I said, No, it's 825 gigs, it's a custom hard drive. And they were telling me I'm wrong. I'm like, all right, man, I'm not. <laughs> I, guess you'll, I guess you'll find out when you buy your PS5. You're going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it looks I mean, it looks good. I love the Astrobot VR game. So, But this, you know, like you said, if it's, you know, just to kind of get used to it and kind of, it's like a demo game. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that, you know, because it's Yeah, free. yeah, me too. I just, I had my hopes yeah, that it was cool. an expansion, but. Oh, they'll probably eventually come out with something. It's probably one of those. VR two launch titles whenever they come out. I'm with down that. with that too. Down with that too. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to get in on VR, but I, I'm kind of at the point now where I'm like, I'm just gonna wait to see what next iteration is. Yeah, cool. There, but there's so much that I definitely want to check out. But I'm like, they're really quietly sort of in on Astrobot to the point of even designing consoles that look like him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> think about it, right? That's so, true. That's true. And like their new mascot, they're like all about Astrobot. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it makes you wonder if the the team that designed the PSVR because it has designed the PS5, you know, uh, yeah, very, yeah, it could be the same hardware team. Stuff. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And then watch, they'll come out with VR two, and it'll be all black, and be like, "What are you guys doing?" All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, I uh, yeah. If you haven't, I think you're probably right to wait at this point, Eric. In fact, uh, I haven't even turned my VR on, Dan. I don't know when the last time you died. I haven't touched it over a year at least. Mm, uh, I played the uh, Iron Man one. The demo. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. it was super good. That's right. Um, you told you told me about that. You said your your kids kicked your ass at it. Yeah, it took me like four minutes to do like the whatever it is, like the the course in the beginning. I was like, yeah. oh, this, this is taking forever because I suck. And then they got on there and did it like in a minute. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's about yeah. right. I don't play it much, but it is cool. If you Astrobot on PSVR is one of the best titles. It, it really is. Uh, it's the thing that really made me enjoy it. So. Nice. But anyway, so Oddworld did not expect this one. Lauren Lanning actually was in the video. He came out. New Oddworld game for those of you who are on the OG Xbox. Remember Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. Uh, incredible game at the time. Big fan of this kind of universe. And uh, really cool to see a new uh, Oddworld coming. It's called Soulstorm. Mm-hmm. It looks to be similar to Abe's Odyssey where it's like a platformer slash kind of puzzle game, you know. Um, again, I'm going to say this again. No release date. 
but uh, this one is a timed exclusive as well. This is not PlayStation only. It says uh, timed exclusive. So uh, presumably we'll come to uh, Xbox and who knows if we start seeing some of these games on the Switch or not in the future. But uh, super excited about this. Like I said, liked the universe, liked what I saw. What they showed looked really good. Uh, and I think we did get to see some true gameplay of this as well. Um, but it looked great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was... Um... I was very happy to see this. I was happy to see Lauren uh, come on and kind of talk about it because to me that felt like like home cooking in a lot of ways. <laughs> right. Because I absolutely loved um, Apes Odyssey and Apes Exodus on PS1, uh, Munch's Odyssey, and um, I just loved like the Odd World inhabitants. Um, so yeah, it was really it was very interesting to see that they you know debuted some more of the gameplay you know on you know the Sony show because they did have that sort of relationship you know. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, they're absolutely multi-platinum now. So yeah, completely expected to be on every platform uh, going forward. Uh, yeah, really talented studio, and they've been with this franchise in different ways, you know, forever. You know, yeah, it's got to be what twenty-five years now. Yeah, easily. Yeah. yeah, you know, Stranger's Wrath is one of my favorite Xbox games, and that's a cool you know, game. That game was so cool, so cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so I got yeah, I got a little uh, fanboy giddy. <laughs> so it's definitely one I didn't expect to see, but yeah, it's happy yeah. to. And they've been working on this one for a while. Yeah. You know, and uh, cause I remember they did it was about a year and a half, almost two years ago. They were teasing on Twitter, you know, like they show like, you know, Abe's hand. If you want to see more, you know, do this many retweets. And then they show like a part of his leg or something. I don't know. But they, <laughs> they got people in. People were retweeting, going crazy, you know. So yeah. It definitely has mm -hmm. that following. What do you think, Chris? Uh yeah, when I saw, I, I think it's a beautiful looking game. There's some yeah. depth, you know. Be, even though it's a, a side scroll pre platforming, but you see the depth, you know. Um, and so I'm definitely interested in this. I, did this come out on the Oddworld come out on Sega? Was it on the Sega? No, it started time? on PlayStation. And at the time, it was PS like PS One. <clears throat> yeah, PS One. Yeah. And it was super unique as a platformer mm -hmm. because it wasn't just about running, jumping and getting away from things like you were trying to save like your fellow characters. Yeah. And it was brutal for that time. Anyway, it was mm -hmm. it was tough. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. Because the object is to save as many of them as you can. And your ending is determined by how many you actually save and get them out of the factory. You know, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would definitely actually recommend, Chris, if you haven't if you've never played one, um, Oddworld Remastered is on like every platform. Yeah definitely go check it out it's a really really unique gameplay and it was beautiful when it came out yeah you know yeah so, it's funny you said munch's okay. odyssey I, I i got them mixed up there it was abe's odyssey originally on playstation right. the original xbox like persian just said was munch's odyssey which uh mm -hmm. was my favorite one at the time mm -hmm. uh fantastic it's getting a remaster too um, is it did i forget about yeah. that i must have no munch yeah uh, uh it's gonna be on switch and i think it's coming to the other platforms too sweet I yeah, must have right. completely blanked on it. Yeah. But it's Stranger, crazy. Stranger's Raptors hit uh, Switch too. Watching yes. a game and you see the other, uh, what are they called? The the characters uh, um, in Odd World. But you see how many of them get just wiped out. Yeah. You know, and so oh, yeah, yeah. it's like, ugh. So, yeah, yeah. It's a cool looking game. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very, 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 very interesting game. I definitely recommend anybody who's never played it go check it out because, like I said, not to get on a tangent, but. It was doing things with sound design that really wasn't like done at the time and control and stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> Walter and Chad just said they've been working on Anthem for a while. Still are. <laughs> yep. Damn, we, almost, we almost got a show without talking about Anthem. No. Damn, we're <laughs> <Walter>. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so next uh, we got Ghostwire Tokyo. So this is a horror game from Shinji Mikami and Tango Gameworks. Shinji Mikami, if you're not familiar, Resident Evil, Dino Crisis, Evil Within. I mean, he's one of the classic Japanese horror developers. And uh, he debuted this at Bethesda's conference, The Last E3, uh, with just kind of a video. We hadn't seen gameplay until this show. So um, I was very, very, very excited about this. Love Shinji Mikami, love what they do, love Evil Within, love horror games. So um, the sad I'm thing the is the opposite of everything you just said. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, Dan and I are polars on this one, but um, I was really disappointed with the gameplay they showed on this. Uh, it did not look like anything I expected. Um, yeah. I don't know what they're going for. I hope that it turns out better than it looked, but in my opinion, uh, this didn't really show too well. Yeah, I do agree with yeah. you on that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah it looked like a real quick hack and slash. Like it was too easy taking yeah. out some of the. Uh, yeah. Um, and and you said they showed this at Bethesda, didn't it? Uh, what's her name was on there? The one that uh, that one dev that was you know real cute. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was last the, year's show. She's not with that studio anymore. So no, I think, she's not. Right? Yeah. And I was worried when she kind of like made her exit. I was like, oh boy. Because yeah. I know she was very integral to that game, and she's super talented and has a great vision. And I'm like, oh boy. So yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> it's always a warning. Yes, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of with you, Ains. I'm. I was very hyped when they first announced it. You know, because yeah. anything, but the, but as a software is usually pretty solid. Uh, but and Tango is pretty solid, I should say. But yeah, yeah, I'm a little worried now on this one. Yeah, me too. To, to Chris's point, it looked very actiony. Um, you know, it almost looked like he was throwing fireballs. It just didn't look like what I expected at all. And mm-hmm. I hope it turns out well. But, um, yeah, I don't know. So this one is 2021. Uh, and this is full cross-platform. This was, I think, uh, going to launch on consoles and PC. It just happened to be shown at the PlayStation show. So we'll see. More of that to come. Yeah. One of the ones that I was very excited about that actually did deliver, from my opinion, is Resident Evil Village. So Resident Evil 8. Uh, we rumored this a couple months ago, and it turns out all the leaks were true. This is taking uh, place in a uh, mountainside, almost gothic, almost vampiric looking. Um, showed werewolf in the trailer, showed uh, an older Chris Redfield, who, if you actually look at the media press release on this, is uh, Chris Redfield may be uh, part of the evil side in this game. Uh, so they uh, they talked about some of the things that you're going to experience in this game, and it sounds truly incredible. Uh, first person again, and again, this one is 2021 as well, and full cross platform. This is not uh, a timed exclusive or anything. So I am incredibly, incredibly hyped for this game. I loved Resident Evil Seven. I think this one is going to be even better. And just this is also next gen only, guys. So this is only PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. They're not bothering with current gen. I'm all, I'm, I'm all for that. Huh. What? Yep. Yeah. No, yeah. Dan, it don't bad. matter to you anyway. You're not playing this. Come on. I was like, oh, this looks actually kind of good. And I was like, uh, maybe not. And then <laughs> I was like, well, maybe. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and before I forget to mention it, if the, the stream of the show, if you watch, was 1080p 30, right? All the trailers for all these games we're talking about are up on 4K on PlayStation's official channel. If any of these games you're really interested in, like Oddworld, like uh, Resident Evil 8, go watch those because they look miles different from when they were shown live. Um, this one is another one that just looks incredible if you go watch the trailer. Uh, yeah. 
when yeah when they said they were introducing werewolves i know some people got freaked out and i'm like i'm all for it let's see what a resident evil werewolf no looks like and when they showed it i'm like that's what i thought a resident evil werewolf could look like no doubt like a human more human but you know that with that bit of deformity to it you know right here got you yeah man i was like who i'm in i'm in yeah, yeah resident evil 7 was fantastic i can't wait for this and yeah i kind of got that impression too about chris i'm like good guys don't empty clips in people <laughs> you know? not usually anyway yeah right? i'm like whoa chris what's going on man He's yeah all, I, so all I, all I got the, yeah yeah, we put a, a, a short article up. So if you are interested in this, go on the site. There's uh, some details that Capcom did release that you couldn't get from the trailer. So um, it, it just sounds incredible. And I, mm -hmm. you know, being someone that's going to be next gen right out of the gate, I am kind of excited that this is next gen only because I hope that means this is, you know, just taking it to the next level. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know people kind of get weird when you say that, like, oh, the whole thing. I'm like, uh, no. look. It's always kind of been that way. So if someone's willing to say, hey, we're going to go ahead and move mm -hmm. forward because we have something yeah. that we want to do, it can't be done on the old stuff. Yep. Tough shit. Yep. Yeah. Sacrifices have to be made. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's not like it's not like there's not thousands and thousands of games nowadays, right? I mean, you mm -hmm. can't even play them all. So exactly. Yeah. Go ahead and move on. Chris, are you, we haven't talked, are you a horror game fan or no? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I was real big into the Resident Evil games back Sweet. on PSG. So you're not a pansy like Dan then? No, no. <laughs> I don't know why you don't hold his hand whenever he plays. <laughs> well, you know, we always joke about this, but we for a short while we did a, a series called Backseat Gaming where we would play a game and, and two of us, between Bert, Dan, and I, would comment. Dan came over when the Resident Evil 7 demo came out. No, Resident Evil 2 Resident Remake, 2. excuse me. Yeah. Resident Evil 2 Remake. They had that demo, that 30-minute demo. He came over to my house and played it, and we recorded me and Bert reacting to him play it. It's on our YouTube channel. It's one of the funniest videos we've ever made. Yeah. Because he just... So I guess yeah. he's not going to play Resident Evil 7 in VR then, right? <laughs> no. I got to the gate at 7. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> gate. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not joking. Like, the crows flew out. I was like, no, nah, that's it. <laughs> Good. Good. I know we kept Good. trying to get a, a HDK because he has it on VR. We're going, come on, we want to see you play it. Even so, aside, that would I don't be think, like yeah, yeah. No. I have uh, it, but I haven't played it, though. But yeah. it's, been, it's been a while since I really got in, back into Resident Evil. Uh, when I was at PAX South uh, and uh, the uh, the remake of uh, Resident Evil uh, uh, 2. Yeah. When that uh, And they had a nice, awesome booth, and she's like, yeah, I want to go stand in line. And, said, and when I went to go look to how long it'll take, about two hours, I said, nah, you go ahead. Uh, but she played it. She loved it. Um, and I guess Resident Evil 3, that one, did that one already come out? The remake? Yeah, that's been out. Yeah. 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 So It just didn't uh, get as much kind of praise as 2 did. No, yeah. it didn't. Yeah. So eventually I'll, I'll check those out and then uh, and then a Resident Evil 7 and then later on check this one out. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think this one is going to be, I thought 7 really kind of took it back to what made Resident Evil great. Yeah, um, I agree. And, and kind of rejuvenated, renovated it at the same time, right? Like brought some new aspects. And this one, I think mm -hmm. is going to take it to the next level. But Super I, what, one of my favorite horror games of all time series is uh, Silent Hill. Oh, yeah. So, 100%. Yeah. I think Silent Hill 2 is probably, in my opinion, if not the best, one of the top three games of all time. Horror games of all time. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So we got to see Godfall. Uh, so Godfall was the first game announced for the PlayStation 5 back at the Video Game Awards. We didn't get gameplay at that time. We did get gameplay uh, during the showcase. 
Now, this is an interesting one. So this is being made by a smaller development company called Counterplay Games, published by Gearbox. Gearbox is not developing this game. Uh, this is a launch game, one of the three we know that is launching with the PS5 out of this show. Uh, if you're not keeping track, the three are Spider-Man, uh, Godfall, and Deathloop, which we're going to get to shortly. Um, this, as well, is not a full exclusive like everyone thought for the PS4. It's a timed exclusive, so I presume this is coming to Xbox next year. Um, I will say, guys, I was excited about this when I heard the details because it's an ARPG, and I love ARPGs. I love loot building, character building, those types of things. Um, but when they showed the gameplay of this, man, this didn't look good in my opinion. It looks pretty rough. Combat looked clunky. Um, it looks, I don't know. There's nothing about this show, this game showing that impressed me. No, I think I told I said it looked like Kingdoms of Amular MMO, basically. It's, I mean, on the 360. On the 360. <laughs> 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 I was just like, what in the hell, man? I mean, it, it, yeah. it, that's that's why I've been saying this about this whole next gen thing. You've got to come out and you've got to swing for the fences. You've got to make people want to buy your system. And th this game <laughs> thought was going to be one of those games that were, you know, going to be like a system seller. I'm now doing a whole, you know, a whole 180 on this because it, it's, you know, we'll see. No, it's not going to be. I'm just joking. <laughs> it didn't look good, man. It did not look good. And it was just all over the place. It wasn't what I was really hoping for, but, you know, can't make everybody happy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing that was the best part of that to me was the music. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, which I love music and games, it. but if that's your only thing that stands out, that's a problem. I was like, they, they chose a pretty cool song to go with this demo. I'm like, it, it works. But I looked at the game and I was kind of like, okay, it looks like things we've seen. It wasn't really, I mean, it, yeah, it looked kind of like it was definitely downgraded. I hate to say that because I know that's like the buzzword around Twitter all the yeah. time. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, did it look any better when you saw it in 4K? Because I haven't gone back to look at anything in 4K yet. No, <laughs> no, it really didn't. Go back and watch them in 4K. It's so much no. yeah. the, uh, oh, the, the, the old phrase, polishing a turd, came immediately to mind. Oh, wow. 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 Uh, yeah, it's not, uh, to me, it's not a good thing if you're going to say, hey, this is next gen game only on uh, PS5, uh, and this is what we see. Uh, True. You might as well change your mind and put this on all platforms so you can try to make a little bit extra money because <laughs> it may not. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is didn't did someone come out and say that that is going um, to Xbox and PC? Yeah, this is only time a, only a yeah. timed exclusive. Yeah. yeah. Now I remember so. reading something from uh, there was an interview with somebody from uh, PlayStation. Some of these games might be you know uh, six months, maybe a year. You know, time exclusive. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think, I think gonna, that's probably what we're going to see out of a lot of these time. Yeah. Like I said, we've said time yeah. exclusive a lot, but probably six months. Yeah. Year yeah. at yeah. most. And honestly, I think you're going to see that a lot. I don't know if it'll be a trend over the gen, but I definitely think across the board, you know, except for Nintendo, they seem to be really good about holding on to a <laughs> like an exclusive deal by throwing Mario in it. Yeah. You know, that's right. Yeah. That's how we, you know, we keep it over <laughs> here. But well, uh, it's, it's yeah. interesting because. Like we see here, we've already seen, right? PlayStation is filling launch window gaps with time third-party deals, right? Mm -hmm. um, whereas I know Phil Spencer has said himself that he doesn't like timed exclusive deals, but they have said that 
you're going to see more third party exclusive deals for Xbox. So I don't know. I guess we'll see maybe in July or, or soon, right? That um, mm. it's going to be interesting to see if they do the same thing like this with timed exclusives, which they've previously said they don't really like, or if they're just signing full on game deals. Yeah. You know, and they're going to have full on just exclusives made by third parties. Right. And I know people, I know that upsets people also. Yeah. They, but I'm like, what do you, I mean, yeah. Develop, it's, it's money, man. It's, it's all it. about money. That's it. It sucks you for know? people who can only afford one system, you know, right. at a time. So, you know, you kind of miss out. Uh, it is what it is, though. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's one of those sad facts of the industry. Yeah. yeah. You can do about yeah. It. So I, um, I wasn't too big on this one, but I saw a lot of people talking about it. I really like it. I do like that they showed the two developers, and it's a uh, were they brothers? I think for yeah. Kina, Bridge of Spirits, a small development studio, two brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people talking about this one, and um, kind of interesting. I, I did think it looked really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know if it's going to be my type of game, but regardless, uh, looks good. It's no release date on this one. Again, this is a timed exclusive. Um, so we don't know what that looks like. I guess whenever it comes out, it'll then be from there for six months or whatever. But um, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on this one? Dan, I know we were talking when this showed um, that we weren't too kind of excited about this, unless I'm forgetting. You're on mute, Dan. So let me try not to do that again. I'm opening up a can of Coke. <laughs> so this is the cameo one, right? Yes, the one we yeah. said looked like cameo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, and that's that kind of excited me. I was like, okay, this and it had some gameplay, which is nice. Yes. So, yeah, it, I mean, it looked like a new version of cameo, which you know I'm kind of down for. You know, it looked good, um, but then again, who knows when it's going to come out? So, yay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's yeah. Those, it's just like, you know, and, and I'm fine with it. You know, I want to be 100 percent clear. I'm fine with you know showing stuff. And, you know, as long as, you know, it, it piques the guy, somebody's interest, you know, you know, you want to, maybe it comes out four years, maybe that's a little bit too much, but, you know, if it's coming up in, you know, next year or, you know, maybe even for launch, fine. Um, and, but this is one of the ones kind of in the middle that I, I, I didn't mind too much um, and actually liked it. I mean, it was the bug snacks, but it was still really good. So. Yeah, no, it was the bug snacks, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that a lot. Is like, when do you show stuff? Because Sony traditionally has shown things years and years in advance, and it gets people really hyped up. But then you've got this big lull, you know, before the game releases. Uh, Xbox has had a different methodology, and I think some people like that, some people don't. You know, I mean, Metroid Prime Four is going to be here any day, right, Nintendo? Uh, so it's mm-hmm. it's things like that. I don't know. Like uh, we, I don't have it on the list to talk about because there's not much to talk about. But Project Athea they showed from Square Enix. You go and look at that. It's a tentative 2022. It's like yeah, it's why, why are we? I don't even want to talk about that right now. There's right. there's way too many games coming in the next year to talk about projects that are coming years out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I'm I'm with Dan. Like I said, this looks like a mashup of Cameo and Beyond Good and Evil. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If Ubisoft isn't interested in doing the Beyond Good and Evil game that I want, maybe this will fill that, that, that gap. But this is the kind of game that I look for, also. You know that that fun, cutesy type thing. You know, it's adventure or whatever. You know, it's yes, yeah, it may not be the system seller, but it's you know, if it hits launch around launch, it's the kind of game you kind of expect to see. Mm. You know, it's like um, a good side dish. Yeah. Yeah, but but it, the, the whole show. Anytime I saw something that had like a cutesy look to it, I'm like, this is gonna be Knack Three. Bet you this is gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said that one time too. It was like, here we go now. Right. 
So that was my prediction of how they were going to start the show off. Mm-hmm. So, I would have loved if they did it just to troll everybody. I know, right? Know? Yeah. But, or uh, just yeah. have Knack walk out. Not even a new game, but just have him walk out and be like, all right, here's the PlayStation 5 showcase. You know, just something with Knack would have been funny. Yeah, just announce that Knack's going to be in Smash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What do you think, Chris? Uh, I, I mean, it's a good-looking game. Uh, not really my cup of tea, but I, again, I can see playing this with my daughter. Yep. Because uh, they're, you know, we, we like to watch different types of animation. You know, Netflix and so on. Some in- interesting stories, something new. So I, I could see playing this with her, and uh, I think she'll get a kick of this. Yeah, it's funny. I, uh, you know, my youngest is now about to be fifteen, so um, don't have those days anymore where you know you look at games in that same view. You know what I mean? I used to do that all the time, play games with my son constantly. Um, but yeah, it is weird uh, thinking about that now. So I, I don't look at games the same way like I used to. But that's cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, big one here uh, is Hitman 3. So this one, uh, weird launch date, January, which I was like, how are they, you know, you, you work on a game for years and you're going to miss launch by a month and a half. Seems weird to me. But regardless, it's coming in January. It's full cross-platform. This is not timed exclusive or anything, so it should launch on everything. Um, and what I especially liked about this image they showed is that he's got a PlayStation 5 right in around his head. Perfect. So, yes. <laughs> It just works out that way. <laughs> so, but I know, uh, I know, uh, I don't play a lot of Hitman. Um, Dan, I know you've played a lot of them, really enjoy them. I don't know about you guys, but uh, you, you pumped about this one. The, apparently, they said this is actually going to end the trilogy. I so. even know it was a trilogy. Me neither. I, that was I, the first I time I've ever heard that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. It looks, I mean, it, it's, you know, Bert said it too. You know, it, it's a lot of the same kind of thing over and over again. Um, but it's yeah. fun for me to kind of, find new ways to do stuff and they give you so many different options mm-hmm. so you could play through one level and do it seven different ways you know eight different ways if you want to maybe more um and i've always been the kind of a fan of that slow kind of a you know stealthy mm. fascination kind of stuff Splinter um, cell? Maybe, yeah maybe something like that <laughs> maybe i wouldn't like it <laughs> so much yeah somebody else could come out and do something <laughs> um but you know and and the last one I thought was really, really good. They kept adding stuff to it. They, they have weekly uh, events that you can do. And um, it's if they just keep it going with this, this will be, you know, I know they were in some financial issues, you know, having some financial issues. I thought they were. Maybe I was wrong. Um, but it's good to see. And But, yeah, the 2021, the January thing, it's like, well, just bump it up a couple months, dude. <laughs> <laughs> For God's sakes. Yeah, I don't know if they're going for, you know, because what happens, right? You get the launch, you get every, you buy your few games at launch and you get Christmas and holidays and, and Hanukkah and stuff. And then um, maybe they're going for that kind of month after that, you know, like late January to try and people are like, all right, I need something new to play on my console now. Maybe that's what they're going yeah, for. That's a good idea. Uh, we got a $5 super chat from Mentendo Power. Friendly PSA, lead writer for Volcano High, which is a game we weren't going to discuss because I didn't want Dan to go on a five-minute rant. It's the same individual who wrote the underage Harry Potter fan fiction on Kotaku, just so you know. I did know this. So if you weren't aware, there is a writer who did what was almost considered, uh, had to be pulled down off a Kotaku because it was considered almost, I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to say it. Underage, inappropriate stuff that yeah. Kotaku published, hmm. um, 
and they had to pull it down. And the lead writer for this uh, Volcano High game that was shown with the dinosaurs and the high school aesthetic is that same person. So kind of interesting. I know it's not being talked about too much, but um, it is uh, it is driving a little bit of controversy right now. Yeah, Thank you for the super chat, by the way, Nintendo. Appreciate that. That's crazy. So, yeah. What is wrong with people? <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I, I know Dan. You, we joke about you know the high school and got to be edgy and all that stuff, right? But I'm fine with games having a message. Uh, personally, yeah. um, you know, and and I think we've got the game. Uh, that's a third party deal coming out. Um, the people who made Life is Strange. What's that game for Xbox coming out? Um, Oh, oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Say it again. I don't remember the name game, but it's from Dota, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's coming. Oh man, I forget. But anyway, that that's you know about a I believe about a transgender individual, and it's going to have a message and all that. That's fine. Um, But I think it's the way some of the game play and writing is that probably drives people a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, Tell me why. Tell me why. Thank you very much. Yep. At first, it took my brain a second. I was yeah, like, hey, like, what? <laughs> 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 Thanks, guys. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate that. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't need, I mean, it, it's obviously has less to do with like the, I, I don't even know a thing with transgender. I, that's, that's not the point. The point is there's so many coming of age games, you know, that they'd like to, I, I just get so tired. I played Life is Strange, the prequel that came out. Uh, yeah, yeah, I forget what it was called. Storm or something storm. like that, I can't remember. Yeah, and before the storm, yeah, and I, I think I played Beyond the first storm. hour of it, and I was just like, I want to punch this person in the face. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're just, I mean, it, it's, it's so much more about just like, we have to be edgy and tell these stories, just to tell these stories, but you know, and that's fine, and there's a place for it, and there's, you know, but it's like, you know, a lot of people say, it's like a Netflix special, man. I mean, it's just it just drives me crazy. Like Oxenfree, you know my mm-hmm. <laughs> stop it. You know, I mean, it just, I play a lot of that, and it's just like I, I just don't like people complaining, complaining about certain things. Um, I don't want this to make it sound bad. It's just it's just what it is. I just I want to play a game that has a deep story, and you know that that and, and, and like you said, messages are good, and we need that, and we need that more nowadays more than ever. You know. Just, it's the approach, right? The approach, exactly. Because, yeah. like, you know, we're talking about we're going to talk about Last of Us here shortly, but I mean, Last of Us tells uh, a number of things, right, and, and tackles a yeah. lot of difficult subjects, but it does so without being right up in your face about it. You know, there's a way to approach. It doesn't come out and say, "Here's what we're doing," and it's right there. You know, yeah. um, it just you can tell that story without doing that. I think so. Yep. Anyway, uh, we're all off track. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, no. Uh, Hitman. So, Chris, Eric, Hitman 3. You into the Hitman games? So, Chris, you go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely in the beginning I was more so. Uh, I did play a little bit of uh, the latest, uh, the episode Hitman stuff when it was in Game Pass, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, you know, like, like Dan was saying, I, I love sneaking around. I love... You know that stuff. Uh, trying to figure out different ways. You know, you get caught and like, ah, oh, let me start over and try this. Right. Uh, hiding bodies. You know, trying to hide them and, you know, just. Uh, so I, I'm I'm big hitman. Uh, just haven't really played much of them lately. So you know, I, I have to go back and play the. So now that I know this is a trilogy, if I want to get back into, it, I need to go finish the other ones. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't know it was a trilogy either. So <laughs> I thought I was like, oh, oh okay. That was a weird announcement, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, like I like yeah. I guess we were all in on it. We didn't know. Um, <laughs> no, um, yeah, uh, I love Hitman. Only the only problem I've had with Hitman is I have not had time to really play. You know, like Hitman Two, and now Hitman Three is coming. Um, but uh, I kind of I started it uh, at one point. I think yeah, when it was like the episodic Hitman yeah. and Hitman, yeah, and then Hitman Two dropped. So it's all there. I have it ready to go. It's just, it's massive. It's like, it's a lot of stuff to play. I just haven't yeah. had time. And it's like almost every game I have in my backlog is like a massive game. I have both Assassin's Creed Odyssey and uh, Origin to go back and play. And I'm like, when am I going to do that? <laughs> yeah, you're That's so, a lot so, of time. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, but um, I've always loved the concept of Hitman because we don't get that many stealth games or, you know, games sure. that you can, you know, kind of take on things the way you kind of want to. Uh, so I, I will get to it, even if it carries over into next generation before Hitman Three. Because I'm like Chris, like I want to go back and play the stuff that kind of came before before I jump into Three. Yeah. And, um, and I know uh, Nick, you know, uh, Undead is very much into the Hitman mm -hmm. game. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so we, you know, we've talked about them, you know, off and on here and there. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy to see that Hitman Three is like coming. I'm happy to see that Hitman has survived because there it was in such a weird place where they're you know, being with IO where they was going to continue on, but yeah, I got a following. So I'm happy to see that, you know? Yeah, it definitely has a following. And that's what Rob Hart was just saying in the chat is kind of surprised and disappointed that IOI um, hasn't pivoted to a new IP over all yeah. these years, you know, yeah. they're still working on this. So I guess you can look at it two ways. Either they've rejuvenated Hitman as a franchise and kind of built that audience back up, or they could have tried something new, you know, yeah. depending on where you stand on that. All right. A couple more games from the showcase. Then we're going to a few more topics here. So, one of my favorites of the show, uh, Demon Souls. So mm -hmm. the rumor was true. Blue Point uh, Masters of the Remaster uh, or Remake uh, are working on this with Sony Japan Studio. And so I know people were like, oh, well, this will be uh, timed exclusive as well. I don't think so. This is being published by PlayStation Studios and Sony Japan Studios working on it with Blue Point. So this is a PlayStation exclusive. But if you get, again, looking at the trailer, uh, no release date. And also, it just says PlayStation exclusive, not PS5. Mm -hmm. So it wouldn't surprise me to see this on PS4. But um, this looked gorgeous. Uh, mm -hmm. Didn't know what it was originally uh, when they showed the trailer. But uh, I'll give you an example of some of the remastered or remake screens. It looks really, really stunning. The comparison between what Demon's Souls looks like on the PS3 and what it looks like in some of these images is just uh, incredible. So um, I have played this back on the PS3. I didn't get very far. never finished it. And it is incredibly dated nowadays to go back yeah. and play. So right. I, I cannot wait for this. Uh, super, super excited. Uh, I just hope it's uh, obviously coming sometime soon. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, never will play it. Um, <laughs> I wish everybody the best of luck. And um, don't get too mad. That's all. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be hard. <laughs> oh. It's going to be hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm about it. Um, I love these types of games, so I'm definitely mm -hmm. playing it. I didn't get around to it on PS3. Um, actually, I had no idea about it initially on PS3 until I ran into um, a guy that I, I work with, and he was actually playing uh, Dark Souls at that time. Okay. And he was telling me about that, and uh, it was before I actually played it, but he was telling me, yeah, man, it reminds me of Demon Souls. I'm like, well, what, what's Demon Souls? But by the time I went back and looked at Demon Souls at that time, it was such a rare game that it was actually pretty expensive to buy. Yeah, it did get that kind of collector's vibe for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a lot, a lot lower now, and I think it's yeah. probably going to drop even more with the the remake coming. Sure. But, um, 
but yeah, you're right. Uh, I never went back to it because it definitely, after playing, you know, Souls and Bloodborne and all that stuff, it yeah, it's dated. So it, it definitely needs this update. So I'm looking forward to jumping into it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like torturing myself, so I never really played Souls games. <laughs> I'm not good at that shit. So, uh, but I guess you know, like uh, Hellblade. I played that. Uh -huh. I guess, I guess you can say it's kind of Soulsish. Uh, but uh, and I love the mechanics in that. And then of course, uh, Jedi Fallen, uh -huh. which you know, just having to repeat some of those bosses over and over. So I got chicken shit. So I went and changed it to more story, lower the difficulty. <laughs> yeah, I think Dan did too. I, I got to finish this story. I don't have time to keep repeating these bosses. So yeah, this is not. It's a beautiful game. I think it's cool. I I rather just watch someone do it. Because I, I respect people that are able to yeah. you know, really tackle these games. So, yeah. It, we we were talking a few weeks ago. There's that guy now who finished Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, and Bloodborne without taking a single hit in a row. How? I don't know, I don't how. know how that's possible. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, and I, I mentioned, wow. people ask him how much time he's played those games. And he said somewhere around 8,000 hours. <laughs> so, yeah, crazy. Wow. Anyway. Uh, one of my favorites of the show, uh, I love Arcane as a studio. They are uh, makers of Dishonored, makers of Prey. Mm -hmm. If you haven't played Prey, stop watching. Go play it. Mm -hmm. um, one of the best games of the generation, in my opinion. So they have been working on Deathloop. Deathloop premiered last year at the Bethesda Showcase, but we didn't you know, know too much about it. We got gameplay this time, and it looks like a cross between Dishonored and Prey. <laughs> I mean, it looks like what you yep. expect from an Arcane game. Uh, I'm very, very excited for this one. I am a little disappointed because this is a cross-platform game, um, but they went and signed the deal. So this is now a timed exclusive for the PlayStation 5. We'll probably come to Xbox next year. But this is a launch title. This is one of the three we talked about that's going to be a launch title. So uh, I joked with these guys that because I'm not a Spider-Man fan, um, this is going to be the game I'm playing on my <laughs> PS5 at launch. So I'm pretty pumped about this one. What do you guys think? I'm, I'm there. If anybody... Has been following me for any length of time. You know I'm an arcane like fan. I uh, know I need that prey art book, man. That looked good. Oh, uh, get him! I found it on eBay. The person I bought. Did you? It. Okay. Yeah, they had a few left. So, uh, yeah, because I finally got around to playing prey uh, a few weeks ago. Absolutely loved it. Um, I'm a. Did you play the whole thing? Yeah, yeah, fantastic. I call I call it this generation's Bioshock. Absolutely, hands down. Absolutely, definitely got that vibe. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the Dishonored games, absolutely love Dishonored one and two. If people haven't played those, absolutely go play those. Yeah, yeah. So, so Deathloop when they first announced it, I was like, and we didn't really see anything of it except for that um, that trailer. Yeah, but I was like, Arcane's involved. <laughs> this looks awesome. Yeah. Let's go. I'm with it. So uh, yeah, this is right up my alley. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, and to speak on the the uh, timed exclusive thing, very odd because Bethesda's always been kind of known to have a relationship with, with Xbox. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. And no one's, I mean, people are talking about it in terms of being like upset and everything, which I totally understand. But yeah, how'd that happen? That's two games know. from Bethesda that are timed on PlayStation, isn't it? Yeah, because I think. Uh, uh, yeah, Deathloop, and then you have the other one. Uh, uh, Ghost Ghostwire is not uh, timed exclusive. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 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 Oh, well, at least not according to the trailer. Um, yeah. Anyway, but this one definitely is. And, and you're right. I don't. I, it doesn't feel like that was part of the plan originally. 
So I don't know if maybe Sony reached out and thought, here's a, you know, here's a kind of a bigger game that we can get for fall because it is going to be ready this fall at launch, which their launch lineup of what we know right now is pretty thin. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I mean, it, it, it's disappointing. Like Robert Hart, you know, he's gutted that it's timed exclusive. I've seen some other guys like you were saying, Chris, you know, if you can only afford one console and you're going with the Series X and wanting to play this, the, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's a shame. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely, I, I, Prey has been on my radar for a long time and I just never jumped on it. I remember, I don't know if it's still on Game Pass. Uh, no, it's, it's out of Game Pass already. It's just out. Yeah, so, I think it left. Yeah. Uh, but I still want to play that. Um, but I thought I heard that Arcane. I thought they went independent, but Bethesda's just publishing. Maybe that's why they're able to do what they're doing with PlayStation. I don't know. I could no, be no, wrong, they're, but you know, they're still, no, they're they're still with. Um, they're still part of Bethesda. Yeah, they're okay. um, one of their lead guys left to form. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, okay. another company. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If you uh, seriously, if uh, if you enjoyed Bioshock. Um, yes. And you enjoy those types of games, man. You gotta play Prey. It's so yeah, good. It really so good. Is. Yeah, the really whole sci-fi is. part of Prey. That's what it's. You know, I hear people talking about the mechanics that they didn't like the way they're shooting and all, whatever. But I heard that's not the way you're supposed to play it. You're not supposed. You know, whatever. It, you know, you're supposed to. There's a certain way to play it. You know. Yeah, it's not what I. You guys add your thoughts, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. go into it thinking you're playing like a Call of Duty first-person no. shooter, mm-hmm. right? It's no. it's a much more kind of tactical approach you can approach rooms and situations in multiple ways just like other arcane games mm-hmm. um that's what i really loved about it is you know there's secret pass all over the place and you can just yeah. kind of do things in tens of different ways it's so much fun yeah you can build out um your your morgan the way like you see like what kind of play style you have so you're more into shooting everything and you can kind of build that if you want mm-hmm. to more of the side powers but what's so cool about it and what's so cool about arcane is building up those side powers will change how the station reacts to you. Like, yeah. you know, the mm-hmm. different systems and it starts to see you more as um, a threat as opposed to, you know, just a human running through. So um, yeah, Arcane, they do a lot of deep stuff that I don't think they get a lot of credit for. Uh, um, 100% agree. Yeah, they need like more recognition. Yeah, because they, they put systems in games where you really can kind of go at things any kind of way you want. There is no right or really right or wrong way. Yep. You know, to figure out a scenario or a situation, you can bypass it or you can go in guns blazing. You can, you know, trip one thing to make something else kind of react to it. And it's, it's pretty insane, man. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Highly yeah and as Bert said in chat, too, uh, last we checked. Uh, so this game was enhanced eventually for the Xbox One X as well. But I think the PS4 Pro version actually still runs better. Um, and that's actually where I played it as well. So just a heads up if you're a multi console owner. So, oh, for Prey? For Prey. Yeah, which is crazy because when Prey launched, it was, the PS4 version was a mess from what I, from what I understood. Yeah, they I both were. On, I played on Xbox. So I'm not sure what the PS4 version is. Yeah, be. so they both were a mess. And then the member, the Pro came out before the X by a year, right? And it got enhanced for the Pro. Um, that's where I originally played it again, or when it launched. And then it got enhanced only like last year or something for. Uh, the Xbox One X, but it's still like I believe has frame rate issues or something like that. But uh, and if you haven't played Moon Crash, which is the DLC for it, that's what um, I have next. Yep. Oh, if you like Prey, man, it's it's fantastic. It's a roguelike. Yeah. It's a roguelike okay. DLC right. where you yeah, go yeah, and yeah. you uncover new things and unlock stuff, and then you your time runs up and you start, but you know new things. It's really cool. Mm. Yeah, Sam Tober raves about it. 
So, but hey, pull my leg. I guess I got to go play it on PS4. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, talk about the big one, Horizon. Horizon 2, Forbidden West. They ended the show with this. We obviously, everyone was hoping to see Horizon 2. Mm -hmm. We did. It looks utterly fantastic. Um, I don't know if there was a lot of gameplay shown. doesn't even matter because we know it's going to be stunning anyway. Um, Just some screens to share. That one's not a very good resolution. But, I mean, just beautiful world shots. Um, You know, Aloy looks fantastic. Just everything looks fantastic. I could just rave and rave about it, right? So one of my favorite games of the generation, one of my favorite new IPs of the generation, and I am overly hyped to see uh, part two coming. Now, there's no release date. Let's be very clear. This is not a launch title. It's only PS5. There's no release date, but um, you know we'll see uh, when it comes. And when they showed this scene right here, when they showed the giant mammoths walking down, and the, oh, man, I was just like over the moon, so... Um, I could rave and rave about this one. Definitely one of my most anticipated titles. I know, Dan, you're in the same camp. Oh, this is, yeah. I, I want, this is the game I've been, I wanted the most to see. So yeah. we saw it. Um, this game by itself would make me buy a PS5. Yeah, it's a system seller. This one for sure is. Um, <clears throat> so 100% day one. Have no idea when it's coming out. Um, <laughs> but damn. Damn, <laughs> so good. Say whatever it does, I'm yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even have to talk about it because it, it did most of its talking for itself. So it was amazing. Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> I think it's either their big fall game next year, or if they need more time, it'll be their big spring game in 2022. But yeah, um, I don't see this being ready. Some people said spring of this upcoming 2021. I don't know if it's going to be ready by then. I think they take their time. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's. I mean, none of Sony's games are ready when they're supposed to. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know, we just expect it to be delayed at least once, and you know, possibly twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. fun. You guys, uh, big Horizon fans at all? Absolutely, absolutely. I platinumed uh, the original game. Yeah. Played the DLC. The DLC was fantastic. Which I bought and never played. Oh, it's fantastic! So you you play Moon Crash. I'll play this one. You got it, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that deal. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. If you love the main game, I think the DLC kind of pulled a, a Uncharted Lost Legacy, which I thought Lost Legacy was actually a better game than Uncharted Four. Heard a lot of people say that. Um, yeah. I think the um, the Frozen Wilds kind of did the same thing, okay. you know, with Horizon. So, um, so yeah. So looking at you know Horizon Two is just or the Forbidden West just looks colorful and it's popping and i love the fact it looks Gorgeous. like it's in different locations and yeah. different uh different robotic beasts and things like that um yeah so like like you guys are saying they can take as much time as they want they made a fan out of me out of the first game you know hats off the gorilla so take all the time you need because i'm pretty sure this is going to be fantastic mm. i'm sure it's going to look incredible that yeah. scene right there Woof. oh man look at that Woof. the only thing i hope that they really uh, get more into and worked on, which is seemed to be like climbing, a climbing and melee combat <laughs> and fighting, you know, other yeah, 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 yeah. But man, I never got tired of taking down like Dino Beast, man. It just uh, so fun, so yeah. fun. I remember the first time I fought the Thunderjaw, you know, and just oh, man. Was, was able to actually beat him. It was like a 25 minute sweaty hands <laughs> fight. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, this- Chris, you get into this. No, unfortunately, you know, ever since my my Spider-Man Pro got stolen, uh, just I just 
you know, knowing that the newer systems are coming out, I just haven't got another PS5 or PS4. Uh, but it is, it's always been on my radar. Uh, I remember HTK would always talk about it, that uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was one of his favorite uh, PlayStation games. Yeah. So what I'm hoping is that next year when I get a PS5, hopefully it does come out in the fall. Maybe there will be a bundle or a custom something with it. So maybe that wouldn't surprise I pick me. that up with this and then play the first one. And then, you know, I, I, I would be happy with that. So That'd this cool. on my radar, just like Days Gone and Death Stranding and God of War. Hey, you you know, know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of PS4 games I got to play. So hopefully <laughs> I can do that on the PS5. Gotcha. It's uh, interesting yeah. you say that real quick because I'm, I'm I was kind of thinking about this morning, like what are is Sony going to step their game up with no pun intended with the, the you know the design consoles the the limited edition. I was thinking the same thing. How are they going to do that? Gosh, yeah. you can imagine like a horizon zero dawn with just like the maiden oh man but that that uh, one thing about the ps5 console it's set up for some nice du- sure. uh, custom colors combos uh-huh. and stuff like that and lighting uh, the, the whole white i'm not big on white i don't you know that's why I, uh and plus i'm not ready to buy that because i've already got the the cyberpunk i, I just built a pc so uh, and then i'm gonna get the amico so it's expensive mm. plus a series x uh, but they bring out the uh, black uh, version of the PS5 or a custom Horizon Zero yeah. Dawn. Be interested in that, definitely. So, yeah, I, think, I, think, so I think that black is consoles. absolutely coming. Mm. Yeah, for sure yeah. it is. No yeah, doubt. Yeah, I will. No doubt. I mean, it's almost silly, right? But colors, ever since um, Nintendo 64, when remember when they first came out with like the six colors of the Nintendo 64? In mm. fact, I have, the, yeah. I have the grape one. It's called Grape. Uh, the purple one sitting next to me over here. Um, ever since that happened and they saw sales like boost, that's why you get all these just, you know, they know they can play on the color scheme because mm, when people yeah. see that, it's like when the Xbox One S went to white, you know, and it's just, yeah. It just, yeah, it trigger, I don't understand it, that. It triggers something in us. Exactly. It's just, oh, like, that's different. I want it. <laughs> right. Xbox mm-hmm. has Design Lab. Why have they not used that for the consoles to where people can pay for a, a custom color <sighs> yeah. scheme, you know? The only thing I can think is manufacturing costs because yeah, controllers yeah, are a lot true. easier to manufacture. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of, but that would be amazing. Like Open, yeah, yeah. opening a yeah. mold for a console shell is probably a, yeah. a very costly. So yeah, yeah. Controller where you, has a deal where you can get on there and do the, whatever you want to. Basically, mm-hmm. they're super expensive. I bought one of their controllers once, and it was not cheap for sure. <laughs> no, one of the yeah. one of the guys I talked to on Twitter is a big Witcher fan as well. He um he has a Witcher 3 Xbox One X, a Witcher console that he had mm-hmm. custom made and it was like mm-hmm. 800 or something. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of money. Wow. Yeah. So. Right. Hey, before we go on to news, I'm going to do this uh drawing real quick. Do it. Um so this is who I have. I know you can't really see that. No, I can't. Okay. Some people. So, I'm going to hit this button. Pick Does it say wiener hands? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's hilarious about this? I had this on here like the whole time and it just freaking froze. Naturally. Hold on, there it goes. Choosing a winner. Choosing a winner. Nine lives. Nine lives. There it is. Can't see it because it's saw saw him chatting earlier. Don't know if he's still in the chat or not. Hopefully he is. If you're in the chat, say something. And I will give you my old Twitter handle so you can DM me something. Cool. All right. There he is. He's in the chat, so there you go. All right, hold on. We're good. 
let's do some news. Excellent, dude. excellent, excellent. So just before we get to news, I know we're, we've got a long show going here, guys. Um, but real quick, give me your quick thoughts on what you want to see Xbox do in July showcase to basically, you know, not counter, right? But to put their message out there like Sony did. What do you think Xbox needs to do? What would you like to see them do? Uh, Chris, I'll start with you. Uh, I want to see, definitely want to see something from majority of their studios. Even if they don't have any gameplay, I know they're still working on some of that stuff, but maybe just kind of give us a little teaser. Uh, but definitely the big one coming, Halo Infinite. Yeah. Uh, I want to see a good in-depth uh, gameplay on that. Uh, Great. So, uh, so, and uh, maybe a little bit more on the Xbox uh, Series X. Uh, and maybe they'll reveal the Series X, if whatever that is. Yeah, the, the Lockhart. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping that they, you know, kind of do the same thing. Now that Sony's already revealed two SKUs, the Xbox would do it, but I'm hoping that it's just uh, one with disc and one without. Yeah, same, so, same mm-hmm. structure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Eric, what do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, sort of the same wave as Chris. Um, if yeah, if possible, just make sure you put the message with what you're showing. You right. know, kind of learn. You know, mm-hmm. just just don't fall into that trap. You know, it's better to speak. To be as clear as possible, as opposed to leaving, you know, things kind of up in the air. Now, outside of that, um, I'm excited to see, you know, what some of the new studios are working on. But what I'm looking forward to the most is some new IP announcement. Yeah. Of some form, I don't know how many. I don't have a a, a set number of how many I need to see. I just want to see something. And I know, like Chris and I have gone back and forth over the last couple of years over this, mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. But just yeah, just show me something fresh something new and just you know get me excited in that in that vein you know well i think they're now in a better position to where they can do that absolutely there's no excuse now right yeah so yeah that's true yeah they're they're this and dan says this a lot he wants to see something new and stop telling us to temper expectations you should be blowing us away at this i want that narrative to die Uh, (laughs) i hate it so much yeah Hold on, guys. We shouldn't expect much. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Me, we, yeah, why, why? I'm right. not, you know, I'm paying for the damn thing. Right. You know, it's like, listen, you're getting this car, but temper your expectations. You're not getting tires with it. So, <laughs> no. Give me every you're going to get a new car with used tires. Yeah. 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 It, it, it works, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's Luke cold. Luke cold. <laughs> it's Luke cold. <laughs> yeah, we need we need at least three to four new IPs, brand yeah. new. You've got fifteen studios. Hey, that's, hey that's temper yourself. Twenty percent of your studios need to show, you know, uh, whatever it is, you know, a new IP, at least thirty percent, whatever it is. I don't yeah. know. Man. So, and, and then I want to see Fable. Now, that's like I said in the chat. It's kind of more of a personal thing. And then I mean, you're you're coming up and you're you're doing this behind what Sony just showed, all right. So you have what you have to top right over here. You know, it's, yep. you you know exactly what you need to sit, you know to do. To and do you have that. a month. Yeah, you and you have a month. And I don't want to be like, oh, just do this much better. I want you to double what they did. And be like, this is what I want to see because you you you've got to. I mean, if you want to, you know win this console war or whatever it is that they're not even fighting against, <laughs> you know, I mean, but if you want to sell your consoles, you have to and bring in new people, you know, services are great, but you need, you also need games. It's a combination of everything, you know, 
you know, and and so everything that they show, another thing, you know, the first party stuff is going to be on Game Pass, at least their first yes. party, which is humongous. It's so you've giant. got that in your pocket right now. So now you got to do is show what that is, you know, and it better not be three or four games that are look like bug snacks because I will. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me nuts. Show me some good stuff. No, I, why I need that X. I will bet right now that the messaging with buying a Series X will be that you get like three months of Game Pass Ultimate included because then they can simply say you can play Halo, you can play Forza, you can play X, Y, and Z we haven't heard about yet all on day one at launch without any spend. Mm-hmm. It better be. I want to see something good. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I think... Um, I want to see the Lockhart. I think they're going to have to show it soon. I mean, it's 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 real. Uh, they have to show it soon. And I, I think I'm with you guys. You know, the rumor for a while now. Hey, I want to say hi. What's your daughter's name, Chris? Uh, Apple. Short Apple. for Apollonia. Oh, okay. Hey there. Um, yeah, I think uh, we need to see that. Um, you know, the rumor for a while was that it was a, a cheaper price but weaker console than the Series X. And with what PlayStation 5 doing, I could certainly see it just being a digital console, right, as compared to, especially considering they already did a digital console with the Xbox One S. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, deep dive on Halo, like Chris said, I think you got to do that. Do a Ghost of Tsushima-style Halo thing. You've got to do a deep dive on Halo mm-hmm. um, because that is, bar none, the biggest game this fall. That's the biggest ace in the hole. That Microsoft has, uh, and then definitely show new IPs. To Dan's point, I'd love to see Fable or whatever uh, Playground Games is working on too. So, um, anyway, I think it's going to be a big show. People like Shinobi, people like Jazz are talking about it, saying they have an awful lot to show. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Good. So, yeah, what's up, Vogel? What's up? Um, I saw J Street popped in too. What's up, guys? All right, a couple more things, guys, and we'll uh, we're going to cut some of this a little shorter since we're running long here, but. Uh, Speaking of which, we'll jump right over to this new Halo project. So uh, 343 is hiring for a new project in the Halo universe. There were really no details given. Um, so we can't really talk about this too much, but I am happy to hear this. I thought Gears Tactics was uh, you know, really cool to see, received well. And I would just like to hear from you guys what you would like to see. If you could have your ideal Halo game that's not the FPS kind of core title, what would you like to see 343 make? Um, yeah, I'll jump in. Um... I've talked to Sam Tober about this a lot, and we both kind of agree it would be really cool to have a like a rogue ops uh, stealth uh, like third person game okay. where you're like a lone Spartan sent to do the dirty work that the UN, UNC doesn't want to send their their Spartans out on type of thing, but they do some covert ops behind the scenes type stuff. Wow, you know that's a good of, idea. Yeah, I would love to see something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know? Uh, you know, like Bungie. You know, they did some, they did ODST and they did uh, Reach, right? Something off of, uh, definitely we want to see what 343, you know, kind of like Eric, I'd like to see something different, like maybe an RPG. Mm -hmm. You know, there's definitely the big lore out there and, and, you know, maybe, maybe Locke, maybe Buck, or maybe someone else that they're out there doing their own thing, you know? Yeah. Explore the world of, you know, that series. Yeah, there's so much canon to work with. I mean, it's it's a massive universe, Mm -hmm. so... Dan, I know I'm not the biggest Halo fan, but what, you know what? What game, what type of game in the Halo universe will get you excited? Uh, I mean, I, I did enjoy Halo Wars, too. Oh, okay, you know, so I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to that or something like you know, Tactics. That wouldn't be a bad deal either. Um, I mean, Halo 
you know, you could do whatever you want with it. It's such a huge IP. So, you know, pretty much anything, man. I mean, I, yeah, I always try it out for sure, but I, I just never have gotten into the, just the world anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I know. I have to forgive you every week for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something, something, the contract. something I thought of in playing Gears 5 and, you know, they were doing like the, uh, the Reach, you know, characters. And I said, well, how cool would it be if you had like a crossover of some sort, a game where huh. the Spartans end up in Sierra? Wow. For some reason, you know, like, because it's all, if you kind of think about it, they, it's not like out of the realm of possibility that they could have a shared universe, you know? They could make it that way if they wanted to. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty wild, but I think that would yeah. be interesting, you know? That would be funny. Um, for me, I really, I've said this before, there's a lot of things I want. Anything Halo, I'm, gonna, I'm a Halo fanatic. Um, but I'd love to see an ARPG. Um, imagine a Halo game, like a four-player co-op game, like... Um, like uh, Diablo, but in the Halo universe. So allow you to basically either uh, choose a Spartan or create your own Spartan. You can they have all types of weaponry. Anyone who's played like Halo 5 Warzone, you know, there's so many different weapons you could make as unique things and combinations and abilities and Spartan abilities. I think it would just be really, really fun. So, you know, they made that twin stick shooter, Spartan Strike and whatnot a few years back, but they really didn't have a lot of depth. That was more like a little arcade title. I'd love to see something a little deeper than that. So. We shall see. Yeah. All right, guys. Last of Us 2. Got to touch on it. Reviews are out. Game releases in a few days, you know, next Friday, officially. Um, reviews are kind of what we expected for Last of Us in a seven-year progress Naughty Dog game. They're spectacular. The highest rated game of the year. And um, I know Dan and I, uh, Last of Us, to be clear, is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I've done a lot of, you know, retrospectives on The Last of Us, and I think it's incredible. And I've gone pretty much dark on this. I'm not reading any reviews. I haven't watched the recent videos. Uh, I've avoided all the spoilers. So um, not a lot to talk about, but very exciting to see that the reviews are what they are and that uh, Naughty Dog seems to have delivered. I I literally cannot wait. I've taken vacation. uh, Got a busy week at at work ahead, but then that's it. It's going to be working on my game room and playing Last of Us. So uh, I know Dan and I have talked about this a lot. Eric, um, I know uh, you just watched my um, Examining the Classics video mm-hmm. on Last of Us. So I assume that you're a big Last of Us fan. But yeah. um, how pumped are you for this one? I'm extremely pumped. Uh, I just finished my playthrough uh, a couple of days ago of the first game. First um, playthrough? No, 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 no. Another play, like a refresher. Oh, okay. I was going to no, say. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, a refresher just to uh, in preparation. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm very hyped. I've been trying to stay as much on a blackout as possible. I haven't have luckily have not fallen into any spoilers. So yeah, I'm ready, man. Like schedule's cleared. <laughs> let's let's go. You know, locked in. Yeah, yeah, locked in. Yeah, and like I said, I know there's going to be a lot of conversation around this. You know, yeah, how much it syncs up with everything that was leaked and people talking about it. But um, I won't be taking part in that until I'm done. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what people have to say. But uh, yeah, the reviews were definitely like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's funny. I guess I think I said 96 for Metacritic, and I think it's sitting at 95 or something. I just, (laughs) Naughty Dog's a top tier developer, unlimited budget, spent years and years on this. We know the developers, you know, the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of developers. It's just, you know, you expect them to deliver that type of caliber. It costs hundreds of millions to make these types of games. And, they're a premier studio. It's what they do. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, are you as big on this game as the rest of us? 
Sorry, that's another PlayStation game I have not uh, played. Uh, oh man, you're killing me, Chris. But I, I do want to play it. Uh, <laughs> I've been talking uh, HDK. He did another playthrough. Uh, Mike is doing uh, play, another playthrough, and uh, I, I'm very interested in see what their thoughts on it. Because uh, you know we've heard some stuff about this one, the story, and and I, you know some of the reviews were saying how uh, it's very. Uh, you know, just the, I guess the, the combat and the, 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 the violence. Yeah, they said it's very, very violent and dark. Yeah, yes. so very curious to see their thoughts on it. And then eventually, definitely we'll get to it, you know. Yeah, I highly, highly recommend it, one of the games I would say. But I'm not surprised of the reviews, the high scores. Like you said, I mean, they uh, that studio's, you know, very good at what they do, and they put a lot of time in it, so. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's there's certain studios, certain developers, and then you look at combine that with timelines and funding, and you get what you get. Cyberpunk's going to be another one. You know, uh, you're, it's one of the top tier developers. Hundreds and hundreds of people working on it, unlimited budget, and several years in the works. You're going to get a AAA project product. I mean, it's just what it is. So, all right. Uh, if you missed it, by the way, um, PlayStation released an official podcast series for The Last of Us. That started last week. They're going to do one episode per week for, I think it's eight weeks, either six or eight weeks. And they're not touching on anything Last of Us 2 until the second week in July. So you're safe if you want to kind of listen to that, reflect on Last of Us 1, uh, and then, you know, work through. But they said starting, I think, July 7th or July 14th, it's going to be Last of Us 2. So uh, just a heads up. All right. Uh, where am I at here? Where am I here? We're going to finish up, guys. We're going to talk about Star Wars real quick. So Star Wars Squadrons leaked yesterday. This is the new game from Motive that did the campaign in Battlefront 2. And uh, this is a game that we think EA is pushing to be like the spiritual successor to Rogue Squadron, which was a very popular game at the time. And um, we don't know when this one is releasing, but we're going to get the premiere trailer for it on um, Monday. So I think it wasn't expected to leak. It was kind of funny because both Xbox and PSN leaked it by accident, which I don't know if we've ever seen for a game. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of tempered on this one. I, I love Star Wars, you know, like the games, of course. Um, I'll have to see what this one looks like. But I know a lot of people are really excited to see more on this, particularly knowing that it's going to be like space battle oriented. So um, where are you guys at on this one? Yeah, I'm going to buy it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Star Wars, and I mean, it, it's one of those things where you know, back, gosh, it was a long time ago, they had a, it was called like, a, it was like, a, what was it, was it X Wing versus Tie Fighter? But there yeah. was like, a, it was like Little Alliance or something, where you could make up like these space battles, where you could, it was like a customized deal where you can put in like Death or not the Death Star, but like Star Destroyers. This is how many, you know, squadrons of this and this and this that you put in, and then you can play it, like you know, create your own, you know, that's what I want. Something like that, because it sounds like the single player campaign isn't going to be huge. Um, I don't care to play against anybody else, but like a some kind of simulation creator, you know, where you can just go in and, you know, make stuff up, um, which shouldn't be that hard, I wouldn't think, but who the hell knows. So <laughs> I'm going to play it. You know, I hope it's, you know, at least a little bit lengthy. I hope it's not a full $60 price, but it probably will be. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I'm definitely getting it and definitely going to play it because it's Star Wars, and that's kind of stuck. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm very interested. It's a nice surprise uh, that uh, we got. That it was leaked from the Microsoft Store. 
Uh, and they, they said they were going to show up Monday, right? So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see what this, how this looks. Yeah, in Star Wars. So as you can see, my background. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I think uh, <laughs> I think you're all about it. So a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. As you see, I'm drinking coffee out of my Millennium Falcon mug. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but, I think it's uh, just our generation, man. It's I mean, yeah. it's part of our culture. That's it. You know. So, um, but yeah, Dan kind of summed up how I feel about it. You know, um, the multiplayer aspect of it is like, oh, okay, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, but they yeah. got a single player component in, so I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. The the rumor right now is that it's going to be a short campaign, like five six hour campaign, but you can play it from two perspectives, both the rebel and the um, okay. empire perspective, which would be yeah. pretty cool if they do it right, right? Yeah. If it's not just recycled, but actually gives you a new experience on each time. So. Yeah, because I thought that's what Battlefront was going to do. Like we get to play from you know the the tr- like a true perspective of the empire, but then it kind of wasn't really that. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I thought that was so, so that would be cool. All right, all right. Well, guys, we had a couple other things on deck here, but we have uh, gone for a long show here. So I think we'll go ahead and wrap this up and talk about some of the closing things. So um, appreciate you guys. I just want to say again, man, it's been a really fun conversation. Love talking through this stuff. Um, Definitely have you on again. This will not just be a one-time occurrence. So let me start with you, Chris. Fastback, where can we find you, man? What do you want to shout out? Well, you can can find me on Xbox, uh, Fastback6768. Uh, you can find me on the PlayStation, but I just can't play a game with you right now. Uh, <laughs> the Switch, I'm on there too, but I have to post that number. Uh, and then, of course, every Thursday on uh, Next Level Gaming uh, at uh, 9, uh, 9.30 Eastern. Yeah, uh, you guys just had 200. Just right? hit 200. Yeah. It was an interesting that. 200 show, but I had a good time. And uh, we, I think we're going to have Dreadpool next. Sweet. Yeah, so. yeah. Look forward Good to that. Guy. Yeah. Good guy. Awesome. Eric, thanks again, man, for coming on. Love it. Thanks for being on camera for a change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No problem, man. No problem. Very uh, rare. Yeah. Very <laughs> rare. Um, well, no, thanks for having me, man. This has been great. You know, if you ever want me again, just let me know. It'd be an honor to be on again. Uh, all you guys are great. And uh, yeah, other than that, you can find me Wednesday nights on Brat Podcast, nine o'clock. And you can find me tonight, eight o'clock, on the Gaming Perspective podcast. Nice. Oh, I didn't realize you did. Do you do Gaming Perspective every Saturday? Yeah. Uh, oh, Saturday I didn't realize that. Yeah, I knew you were on with Enrique. I didn't realize you were on with those guys. So that's awesome. Yep. I stopped in a few weeks ago, but um, problem is Saturday I'm either streaming or gaming. So like, if I do get on, it's like I have to have it on my phone next to me. You know. Mm-hmm. So, right. Right. But yeah. I'll try and stop by. That's right. awesome. No, but thanks again, man. It's been great. Yeah. No, it's been a lot of fun. So, Dan, bug snacks. Bug snacks. Sorry, we, didn't, we sorry we ran out of time. We'll do the analysis <laughs> on bug snacks. Yeah, we know. yeah um, not really too much to say, guys. Just, you know, every Saturday here. You guys know that, though, because you're here already. So, <laughs> um, yeah, next week I think we're going to give away a shirt, T-shirt. Yeah, season game of merch next week, for sure. Yeah, so kind of tune in and, you know, keep an eye on it. Cool, cool, cool. All right, couple of, uh, last couple things. So just check out the site. A um, lot of new stuff going up on the site. New articles, uh, new article on Destiny. Uh, there's an upcoming article from Steve on um, some game difficulty, which will be interesting with Demon Souls coming back into the limelight now. Uh, new reviews from um, uh, Ryan, who you may know as Cloud, on Twitter as well. 
So just a lot of new content on the site pumping out on a daily basis. So be sure to stop by and check it out. Otherwise, it's been a blast, guys. Really, uh, really fun conversation. Appreciate you coming on. Yep. Chat, thanks as always for being awesome. Thank you guys for stopping by. And we will see you for episode 110 next week. Peace. Later, guys.